Hey, what's up, guys? You seem awfully chipper today. What gives? Yeah, I am. And let me tell you why. Week after week, we come in here and you bastards find ways to torture and kill me. Well, you know what today is? <laughs> uh, Sunday? Well, yeah, but today is also Anthology Day. What's your point, James? My point, Michael, is that anthologies are amazing short stories weaved together in wonderfully brilliant ways with overarching narration. And frankly, I don't think you dick sniffers are creative enough to come up with anything that could embody that in the next 45 seconds, so I'm safe tonight. Hmm. Well, you might have a point there, Jimbo. What do you think, Jay? <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Sounds like you got this whole thing figured out. F is for fire. <laughs> what was that? Oh, nothing. I, I just said F is for fire. What are you doing? Oh! Oh! No! <laughs> oh, why, Jay? Oh, no! Calm down, dude. I got you. <laughs> oh. Oh. Dude, thank you. Oh, my gosh. No problem. S is for stampede. Huh? Stampede? How's that even possible? Oh, Here comes. Oh, my God! of deathing me? <laughs> Shocking, isn't it? What? T is for taser. Shocking. I get it. <laughs> you guys are such dicks. <laughs> uh, okay, this is getting old. So you guys are done? Yeah, I guess. You, you know, you got lucky this time. Oh, thanks, you guys. No problem, man. But actually, you know what? What? I think we have time for one more. Mike! No! <laughs> A is for acne. A is for acne? How am I going to die from acne? Pop too many zits and bleed out or something? <laughs> yeah, that one's kind of lame, dude. Wait for it. What? <gasps> no! Oh, acne. Looney Tunes reference. Nice one, man. Ah, uh, thank you. <laughs> Listening to the Buzzkill Podcast. I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. Welcome to the Buzzkill Podcast, episode 13. Welcome. I'm Michael. I'm Jim. And I'm Justin. And we're doing the whole show like this. Uh, get ready. <laughs> We're melted butter in your pants. We still... <laughs> okay. Okay. I have well, to take a turn. Uh, what's going Hi, on? guys. Hey, 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 hey. What's going hey, on? Hey, hey, hey. What? <laughs> Don't just stare at me. What is What is going on? Nothing, James. How are you, sir? I'm good. Justin, I'm, how are you? I'm good. All right. Cool. You know, you know what? I'm not going to be good pretty soon. Why? Because you're a dick. Why? Oh, <laughs> yeah. We'll get there. We'll yeah, get there. We'll get there. I am a dick. I am a dick. But I, I was a dick to other people first. That's true. That's true. But uh, through through brother sh brotherhood, brothership, brothership, <laughs> through brotherhood, I am now a dick to us. We stand in solidarity <laughs> with our brothers. Um. So yeah, uh, I guess we'll just jump right into what the hell that all means right there. Um. Well I, mean, uh, well, I guess I'll introduce what we're drinking first today. If you couldn't tell from the intro, we were talking about horror anthologies today. Yeah. Um, what is an anthology, James? 
Uh, like I said in the intro, an anthology is a... Uh, I can't remember what I said. It's a, they're, short, they're short stories. They're not always weaved together with like an overarching no. you know, wraparound story or whatever, but a lot of them are. Uh-huh. And I always like the ones that are. I like when something kind of like weaves in and out and ties mm-hmm. them all together. Yeah. I think we talked about that a couple of weeks ago. But we'll talk um, about it more tonight. And we're going to talk about it more tonight. So uh, so that's what we got going on. So in in the spirit of that, we figured uh, we would we would do a, a sampler, um, a variety pack, a variety pack, if you will, you know, just like a, a just like an anthology is a variety pack of movies. We're drinking a variety pack of beer. Mm, and we are so smart. We are. We're really <laughs> very, very clever. Um, uh, today, we're drinking a sampler pack from Dark Horse Brewing Company in Marshall, Michigan. Another hometown brewery. Give it up for the home team. Yeah. Have you ever um, been to the Dark Horse Brewery? No. It's no. really freaking cool because it's it's like the size of this oh, room. Oh, you've been there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like the size of the room that we're in right now. <laughs> it's... I'm exaggerating, of course, but it's or really it's, very, honest, it's much smaller. Honestly, <laughs> they honestly, make it's one bottle of beer at a time. <laughs> uh, honestly, it's probably about the size of this room, and and the it's people people can't small. see what I'm. It's it's really small. Hmm. I mean, that's like the that's the bar area, and then they have the area where they actually brew the beer and the stuff. But bigger, yeah. it's I'm, it could probably comfortably fit. Maybe I haven't been there in like eight years, but I'd say maybe. 70 people. Also, that brewer that I went to out in New York that I posted pictures of. Oh, is it that small? It's tiny. Yeah. It's I mean, I mean where we were sitting there, we were sitting at one of maybe 10 tables. Oh, really? Yeah. It was a real small place. Yeah. That's kind of how dark horse is, if I remember correctly. And then the, uh, it's, it's all rich wood. It's not really rich wood. It's just kind of like a rundown place, which is sort of <laughs> so, cool looking. So it's poor wood. Uh, yeah. Well, it's just, it's, it's an old building. And then, uh, the, <laughs> They have the, uh, what? <laughs> Let's just think of them earlier. Marshall! <laughs> I should have said that. Marshall, your penis is showing. <laughs> that doesn't, that's not going to make sense to anybody. But no, I, it doesn't but even I, make sense to us. But I hope you enjoyed it. No, it really didn't make sense. The, the, dumb, the dumb story behind that is I said, somebody said Marshall, Michigan, and then Mike says, Marshall! And then for some reason, the first thing that popped into my head head to finish that sentence was this idea of an old lady saying, Marshall, your penis is showing. I think that the Marshall lady should be our mascot from now <laughs> Marshall. Um, so anyway, so we're starting back with, on track here. Oh, but the Dark with, Horse Brit, like I was going to say before, is it, uh, it's um, the ceiling and the walls are all lined with mugs. It's like one of uh, or Steins. It's like mm-hmm. one of those places where you can go and you can become a member and you get your own personalized Stein. And you then a, every you time, a sweet members only jacket. Uh, probably, yeah. Actually, from the eighties, yes. they keep them. <laughs> they keep them in a box in the back. And uh, no, like you walk in, you grab your Stein off the wall, and that's what you drink out of. So it's mm-hmm. pretty cool. Nice. Um, so yeah, we're uh, the first one. So we have a sampler pack here. The first one that we're drinking, I think, is this kind of like their flagship beer? Or? Probably. I see it more often than I see the rest of them. Yeah. So so it's uh, Dark Horse Brewery Crooked Tree India Pale Ale, unfiltered and unpasteurized. Unpasteurized. It kind of looks uh, like Mr. Miyagi's bonsai tree. It mm. does look like a bonsai tree. It probably is. Actually. With a thimble on the ground next to it. <laughs> yeah. Is that a is that a thimble or a bucket? <laughs> a bucket. Well, let's just say it is a thimble, and then it's actually a bonsai tree. So, uh, <laughs> well, 
Why don't you guys pop those open and I'll read what's on the box here. Ooh. Dark Horse Brewery. Uh, we know you paid good money for this product, so we hope you enjoy it as much as we enjoyed making it. Stop and enjoy the scenery. Pet a dog. Say hi to your neighbor. Smile more and sigh less. Kick a ball. Pet the grass. Eat good. Do the moonwalk. Break dance one more time. I didn't even break dance once today. <laughs> um, <laughs> hug a friend. Practice random acts of kindness and never ever forget life sure would be boring without beer. Thanks. Aaron Morse. That's the truth. I don't know who Aaron Morse is, but I'm assuming that he is uh, <laughs> has something to do with Dark Horse Brewery. <laughs> possibly the How owner, you possibly creator. That? <laughs> so uh, um, here uh, we go for the uh, the crooked crooked tree India Pale Ale. Cheers, cheers fellas. Boys. Yep. Ooh. Yeah, I like that. It's a little bit. It's a little. Uh, Heavier than most IPAs, you know. It's got like a not heavy in body, but a little heavier in flavor, you know. Yeah, it's uh, well, it's, most well, it's, it's pretty hoppy. I think is what. You're yeah, well, no, well, well, most IPAs to me have like a, like a certain sharpness to them. Mm -hmm. you know, yeah. when they're a little bit more well, sharp, like, it's the only way I know how to describe it. But yeah, we're not. Uh, more, yeah, I'm no, not sure what they add to it, but I can, I can taste the the extra hoppiness of it. But it's very smooth. It, it doesn't is. have that bite mm -hmm. to it. It's got a clean finish. This is this is what comes. in... <laughs> When we were talking about how we're not connoisseurs by any stretch of the imagination, like, what does it taste like? Uh, it's sharp. <laughs> it's very sharp. I don't, but I, you can call cheese sharp, so why can't you call beer sharp? It's true. It's you like know? when people are like, yeah, can you make my guitars sound this, like a little more a greenish tone? But James, <laughs> is it James? This ain't no cheddar. This is better. Oh my gosh. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it, you. All right, so uh, somebody on, somebody out the, there enjoys my jokes. Onto the part of the show <laughs> that Mike hates me for. Um, our buds at the uh, Beyond the Veil Horror Podcast. You've heard us talk about them before. Um, we're <clears throat> avid listeners, and they're cool dudes. And uh, they do this thing called Horror Shots. And I wish we had the music because their music for it is awesome. But uh, they do this thing called Horror Shots, where basically they they will take a shot based on the theme. Of whatever they're talking about for the and they're day, pretty, they're usually like like homemade shots. Like they're not anything that yeah, a it's... bartender would feel right serving anybody. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's not. They're not usually like nice. You know, like the, the Washington Apple or a redheaded slut or whatever. <laughs> Can you say that anymore these days? Redheaded slut. Redheaded. Redheaded independent woman. Um, <laughs> uh, it's not like that. Like they they drink stuff that. Will probably make you puke. Yeah, and I think, I think that one of them, yeah, one of them has puked at least yeah. once, which was Mike, fantastic. Was, I think it was Mike that puked. Yeah, and uh, and and so they, if if you've ever seen the movie Bad Taste, which is Peter Jackson, yes, that Peter Jackson, like movie. The Hobbit and uh, Lord of the Rings. Peter Jackson's first movie is called Bad Taste. Uh, basically, about some aliens that are harvesting human meat to. Uh, create the most popular like fast food chain in space. Uh, so there's a there's a part in this movie where the uh, they're all disguised as humans. The uh, the head guy Lord Crumb, uh, he has uh, Robert, who's played by uh, Peter Jackson. Peter Jackson. Well, he basically chucks into a bowl. Throws up don't, in throws up into a bowl. Don't they pass the bowl around and they all puke in it? 
No, just Robert. Was it? Okay. Yeah, that's why he says the line that we have to say before we drink this. So That's right. That's basically, right. They, long, they, long they story short, they, they posted on their Twitter that uh, they were going to do a, a, a shot based on bad taste, based on that specific scene from bad taste. And I immediately got on there. I was like, this, this, and this, and this. And uh, well, they, de- they decided to go with it. I don't think you finished the story, though. What? After the guy upchucks in the Oh, bowl, yeah, sorry. Yeah, they this all is the pa- most important part. They all pass it around, and they all slurp out of it. Oh. <laughs> it is It is to this day the only movie that I've ever watched that I had to literally stop and go get a palate cleanser because I was starting to feel the bile on the back of my throat because it's so disgusting. I can watch some of the most fucked up shit. <laughs> like, you can imagine, and I'm fine with it. Yet this scene... Just it's, it's the it it's the sound almost of, almost made me lose it. It's the sound effects, really. Yeah. Because it's not like I I usually. Oh, I got the chunk. <laughs> I'll die the lucky one. I got the chunky bit. Oh. <laughs> no, I. Uh, it's the slurping sounds that they make when they're doing it. It's I, really horrible. If uh, if you're listening to this, run over to thebuzzkillpodcast.tumblr.com, and there will be a <laughs> there will be a link of the scene. Yeah, it's and uh, it's pretty I awesome hope that you that you puke so uh <laughs> so i i jumped on there i said this is the recipe i gave them i said um uh an ounce of orange juice with a few drops of blue cura- curacao i think that's how you say it mm-hmm. uh just to make this beautiful lime greenish color that the chuck is in <laughs> in bad taste uh mix with that a half ounce of white rum and a half ounce of white tequila and here's where it gets gnarly uh after all that, which wouldn't be too bad by itself, no, um, you're gonna pour in uh, one ounce of heavy whipping cream. Because <laughs> that's not gonna curdle at all. <laughs> and then, cr- and then crush up some uh, Fruit Loops just for flavor mm-hmm. <laughs> and and aesthetics because they're they look nice. Drop gotta, that on, gotta have those chunky bits. Drop that on the top, and then they, you have to say the line, an exquisite bouquet, Robert. And then you take the shot. <laughs> <laughs> because that's what Lord Crumb says right before he starts slurping from the, the gruel. Uh, fair enough. Ah, uh, I see the gruel is ready. So, uh, Jay's, Jay's kind of getting off easy on this one because he's our, he's our friendly local vegan. Uh, so instead of using heavy whipping cream, he'll be using uh, a lovely silk... Almond, almond milk. milk, which probably won't curdle. Uh, I probably think, won't curdle. Probably will. still won't taste awesome. Probably not. But uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna pour the uh, the heavy whipping cream While here, and then we're gonna get ready for this. Yeah, let's do the. Um, Aren't you? You know who would love this? What? Who? Harthen. Why? Our friend Vito Power. Vito, for his, Vito Power. For his for his 21st birthday, we took him to the bar out in Grand Rapids, and as a joke, we ordered him a cement mixer because he didn't know what in the hell it was, <laughs> and he loved it, and he ordered another one. What? I'm Gross. not kidding you. Only person I've ever seen do it. <laughs> ordered one twice. We all were just like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> Even the waitress was like, "You want what?" <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. I'm going to start making that my drink of choice. Another cement mixer down here. If I like hit the uh, Kino. Cement mixers for everybody in the bar. Oh, I am not, that, that I is, not looking forward to that this. That is thick. That is very Thank thick. Thank you, sir. Uh, here's, here's your Fruit Loops. And these are all the same here, right? Um, all three of them? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yep, they're all the same. Um, Got to get my chunky bits ready. Get your chunky bits. Oh, no. 
Um, what in the I'll, world uh, are we doing? <laughs> okay, guys. I, I don't know what we're doing. Uh, Mike, Mike, uh, just like Mike from the... Uh, I have from, quite sensitive from the sensitive stomach. Be- Beyond the Veil podcast may be the one to puke on yeah. this one. So uh, we'll see how it goes. Oh, you see how it just, <laughs> like, le- like you pour it out of the glass? Here you go, here you and go. And it leaves, a f- like, a thick film. That's Mike crushing uh. up the, the Fruit Loops. That's super heavy whipping cream. It yeah, it's, it's, yeah. Oh, Jesus. What did I hate? I'm he sorry, just took dude. that glass upside down and none of it fell out. <laughs> uh. <laughs> it's like at, the, at DQ, if the, uh, if the blizzard doesn't, if the blizzard, you have to flip the blizzard over. Yep. It's the only will to serve it. Um, all right. Well, all right. Uh, all right, my chunks are in. I'm just putting the, uh, oh, you're, okay. Chunks so you are put in. Your, you put your, uh, Yep. Your Fruit Loops in there. Fruit Loops are in. Okay. Gross. Worst me checking my almond milk. <laughs> that looks so terrible. Oh my gosh. I gotta take a picture of this for. Uh... Do it. <sighs> okay, my chunks yep. are in. Oh, I left some big ones. I'm just leaving mostly <laughs> whole. Oh, Mine are all whole. So uh, I I don't think that they just poured the cream in and then shot. Like I think they poured it in and actually mixed it up. And so. then chase with the cream. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. An extra cream chaser. All right. Uh, I will not. Mike, are you ready not. to stop taking pictures? Yep. Did you okay. get a picture of it, yep. though? Let's just do it. This is horrible. Mikey, did you get a picture? Yep. yep. All right. We're good. Uh, pour it in. Let's... Go. Ooh, yeah. Hold on. Mix it. Go. Mix it. Go. No, 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 no. We got to cheers. Oh, yeah, yeah. Cheers. Oh, that Hurry up. Awful. Hurry up. What's our, what's our line here? <laughs> um, it's an, it's an, an exquisite, exquisite bouquet, bouquet Robert. Robert. <laughs> they weren't wrong about the bile part. <laughs> oh, that sucks. Why are you sipping on it? I wouldn't mind a second one of these. <laughs> oh, it was the chunks. <laughs> I'm chewing them. Oh, Jesus Christ, Jay. <laughs> oh, that was horrible. Oh, Jay got the chunks. He's that guy. You know, o- o- overall, the taste wasn't, like, that bad. It was the chunks. It was, it, uh, no, oh, the taste oh, got no, me. Oh, no, hold on. The Something's taste, hit me the, right now. They said that after they took that shot, they go that it tastes like bile. They're not wrong. Yeah, like, it's think, got that I think disgusting it's, on the yeah, back of your tongue. I think tongue. it's the acid from the, the, from juice, the orange the juice and the, and, tequila. The, and the pepperiness of the tequila oh. is just sitting on my tongue right now. Yep. I, need, I need some cream to chase it. <laughs> he wasn't kidding either. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so thick. Oh my gosh. It's not the first time he said that, ladies and uh, gentlemen. That sucked. That was even worse than taking that shot. What? Well, beyond the veil, Mike and Alex, yeah, che- I hope you are happy. Cheers to you, boys. Uh, thanks for picking uh, my, my recipe. I appreciated it, and uh, I was happy to do this. I'm gonna enjoy a couple more chunks here. Yeah, and that's uh, and that's it for horseshots. (laughs) Damn it, they have cooler music. Yeah, they do. (laughs) Yeah, but we have Jay. We do. Um, Uh, Which brings us to well, it's not the news yet. yet. Not Not yet, yet, Jay. Not yet. He's back. He's back, soldier, for the news Uh, for the news drop. So so let's jump into some corrections. Yeah. So I pulled a U. Last week you got here and didn't have any of your notes because. You lost them. And right. this week, I went to go boot my computer up to make sure my everything was fine. Nah. And all of my corrections were gone. Oh, no. I didn't save them for some reason. But I still have some. So if there's anything that we missed, just know that it's because we're idiots. Um, uh, so <laughs> last week, we I mentioned uh, that a certain director was going to be doing the Scanners remake. And that Cronenberg uh, basically told him to fuck off. 
That director was Darren Lynn Bowsman. Bowsman. I can't. A, a Bowsman directed Scanners would be fucking amazing. Yep. So but uh, I'm like kind of bummed that we didn't get yeah, it. Yeah, but like I said last week, prop propers. Oh to, yeah, propers no, to the man for uh, I, I for knowing agree. for knowing that if you didn't have the uh-huh. the. Uh, what the hell is the word I'm looking for? I'm, I'm still shaking up from that. <laughs> <laughs> the blessing. The blessing from Cronenberg. Don't do it. All right. My the other one that I have um, is I kept saying Georgetown last week with The Exorcist. I said like something takes place in Georgetown. I know it. Even after oh, yeah. even after Jay looked up the the history. Well, Georgetown. I meant to look this up. Georgetown too. is where the story in the movie took place. Mm. And it's also uh, where and it's also where the staircase exists in real life in oh. Georgetown, Washington. Right on. So. But there's no actual building next to I mean, like... <clears throat> no, however, the- that staircase is now a monument. They actually gave it a uh, plaque, like the, the historical plaque from, from the, for the movie because it's such a tourist destination now. When you, when you went to say li- <laughs> monument, I, I meant to think the word landmark... But instead, I thought the word landmine. <laughs> that staircase is now a landmine. <laughs> if you touch it, you're dead. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, my, so that's kind of cool. Well, here's it's, this isn't really a correction, but um, you talked about a uh, uh, what year did um, what year did Starship Troopers come out? I don't know. What was it, James? Ah, oh, damn it. 96. What was it? Okay, look it up. Now. Okay, look it up. <laughs> um, well, you talked about an asshole, <laughs> an adolescent Michael enjoying the shower scene. Oh, oh yes. No, I, I think I, ble- I believe I said a nubile. <laughs> nubile, whatever. Or whatever I said. <laughs> well, I, I rewatched that scene just to find out who 97. Ah, oh, damn it. I was off by a year. I'm done. Wait, didn't I'm you say finished. 97? I said 96, I think. Ah, okay. Uh, or if I didn't, I'll correct myself next week. <laughs> no, uh, so I, I was like, well, because we couldn't figure out who was in the shower scene. And uh, let's face it, I'll, I'll, I'll take any excuse to look up a shower scene. Turns out it's like the entire cast. Yeah. Dudes included. Minus, minus uh, Denise Richards, though. She was minus not Minus Denise it. Richards. Uh, the, plus, was... plus Jake Busey. <laughs> so I'm like, uh, you actually see Jake Busey's dick yeah, in it, too. Yeah, pretty sure I just saw Jake Busey's peach. Jake! Apparently, young nubile might love shower scenes with lots of naked dudes. That's exactly so that's exactly what I was thinking. I was like Hey man. I was like, so out of all the out of all the shower scenes and things that you could have loved when you were a kid, the scene from Wild Things, this is the scene that really it's really got stuck out in my head. It just, like, do you do you remember the first uh, first nude scene you ever saw in a movie? Um, well, I, I mentioned a couple weeks ago that mm. I think that I think that the scene where the chick pushes the lipstick into her boob yeah. in, uh, in Night of the, Night of the Demons yeah. may have been my first uh, my first encounter. Mine was I believe it was Time Cop. John, John Claude Van Damme. Oh yeah, I believe that was it. It was w- either wasn't that... he rocking a sick mullet in that I, movie? Yeah, I, I don't remember anything about it. I just remember being at my buddy's house though, watching that movie, and feeling really guilty because I was like, I can't. I'm not supposed to be watching this. Oh no! Oh my god! But there's but there's titums. And it's like, titums. <laughs> and <laughs> and it's like and and it's like you thought like no matter what, your mom was somehow gonna yeah, know. Yeah. Yep. Like yep. even if you and your friends swore secrecy. It's like I just know that my mom's well, gonna know somehow. Thing was, was that his mom didn't care, so oh, <laughs> he, was, right. he was that friend. I could go to that <laughs> friend's house. <laughs> See, I don't remember the first one. It may have been this one. You mentioned the the, the titums, but uh, <laughs> Total Recall when I was a little kid, like the girl with three boobs. <laughs> that was like the ultimate one. And, and Justin's still confused as to why he can't find the three boobed girls. Like, where are they? 
That's that's the normal. I just don't get it. <laughs> All right, there's a few out there. Any more corrections? That's it for the corrections, Jay. What time is it? <laughs> Buzzkill Podcast has the news. The Buzzkill Podcast has the news. That's a good one. I felt that felt romantic. That was, that was Jazel, Razel's brother. <laughs> Kudos to my bro, Razel. That one was for Adam McMillian specifically. <laughs> he said, I was I was telling him, uh, like, or he told us a while back, he's like, yeah, you guys always talk about getting some uh, some of the production value in there. Like, getting some, like, actual drops and music and stuff like that. And then after, like, two weeks ago when you were beatboxing and stuff, he's like, dude, just just let Jay do that. <laughs> just leave, all, all leave Roz out in the booth. All of our production just goes into the intro and the rest of the show, it's just fair game. It's oh, just, it's just whatever we, we get. Well, see, our, Jay, our gets, Jay gets burned out in the first hour that we're here because yeah. he's making the intro for us. So. The, uh, the intros keep getting progressively longer and longer. <laughs> and, and I was like, eventually we're going to have an hour and a half long intro and no show. Just That's no going to be show. it. We're going to be I just making thought, a movie every time we get here. I actually thought this was going to be a shorter intro. Nope. Yeah, Certainly I think not. it might have been our longest. <laughs> Two and so, a half or something like that. Ah, jeez. All right, so uh, anyway, in the news, Michael. Um, I like King Kong. Do you like King Kong? Uh, yeah, I like King Kong. Uh, so there is a uh, a new Kong movie coming out mm-hmm. called Skull Island. Right I'm on. very excited for it, and we got our first look at the new Kong. And it looks good. Which is, uh, it's 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 essentially, I'm from what I'm, everything that I've been reading about it, it's essentially a reboot. Again, of the Kong, it's not a sequel to Jackson's uh, King Kong, which I thought it was originally. Oh, okay. But this one is t- ties into the um, the same world as Godzilla because they're going to be doing a King Kong versus Godzilla movie. Oh, are they? Really? Yeah, that's the plan. Sweet. Um, now, Godzilla, like uh, the Godzilla remake, or yes, Go- okay. the Godzilla remake, uh, the American Godzilla remake, um, which is essentially. I mean, that's still. I I liked that when they did the new Godzilla, they went back to the old style, like the old look. Yeah, not Godzilla. not Shin Godzilla. Not Shin Godzilla. No, okay, yeah. But he, but he still looked more like the traditional yes. Godzilla than as opposed to the than the nineteen ninety eight Godzilla. Horrendous That's a piece whole of crap. Another show. <laughs> yeah, we could do a whole show on that just on how Mike thinks it's a good movie it, and and wetting your appetite. You'll have to wait <laughs> for it. Um, anyway, the, the director uh, in an interview said that uh, it's meant to be like a throwback to the thirty three version of Kong. That's uh-huh. what they wanted. That's what they modeled it after. Uh, he's saying that there's there's basically no similarity uh, at all between uh, his per- his version and Peter Jackson's uh, version of it. Um, yeah, like they wanted it to be exaggerated. They wanted it to be bigger. It's it's a it's it's King Kong. It's not. It's not just a darn silverback. It's King Kong. So, yeah. so yeah, yeah, it looks good though. It looks good. Cool. Um, well, this is not. I, do you consider the movie Seven horror? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's got horror themes. I always have horror themes. Horror themes. Yeah. Sure. I I've always considered it a horror movie. It's just a, something about that dark, dingy. I would say that it look. Way, if it's not exactly horror, it's genre, and this show encompasses. Genre. 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 So, uh, yeah, the there was a movie a long time ago after Seven that, uh, <coughs> named Solace that was supposed to be a sequel to Seven. Mm-hmm. Which, if this if if this trailer, like if this movie, so a, a trailer finally came out for it years later, uh, starring Anthony Hopkins, Colin Farrell, uh, who else was in it? I can't remember. I don't know. Looks pretty cool. It's basically like about uh, they're solving crimes 
uh, except for isn't it like a telepathic thing? Yeah, or Anthony like that? Hopkins is like a he's like one of those. Yeah, he's, uh, is it telepathy where you yeah. can touch somebody and kind of know yes. what happened and yeah. But then the person that they're hunting is an even more powerful telepathic. Do they use the the the, the weird strobe light thing from Exorcist Two? What do you mean? <laughs> is that oh, is that, how, is that how they get into the, the heads the of them? Sink? <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly that's how they do it. Um, they they find the killers using epilepsy. <laughs> so it, it, to me, to me, like uh, even though even though Seven was so over the top with like the how people were being killed and stuff, mm-hmm. it was still pretty uh, kind like sort of realistic. Oh yeah. For this to be a sequel is really weird to me. Like you go from like the realism of Seven to well, like a, is, a bunch of is, telepathic is this people hunting sequel, each other. Though? Uh, I don't think that it's supposed to be. I think at one time it was a sequel, and now it's kind of its own thing. Wasn't right? the story always this though, or did it start off as something? I, else? I, I guess I'd have to. I'll, I'll you're, look it you're up. bringing this to me for the first time. I I'll look it up and this, so. uh, I'll look it up and figure out more. For I, I just watched the trailer when I was uh, preparing for this episode. I thought it was cool, so okay. uh, check that out. Um, so uh, Doug Bradley was <clears throat> interviewed recently. And uh, this is news to me because I didn't know this. I had always heard rumors about this. Doug Bradley, if you don't know, is uh, Pinhead, Pinhead from the Hellraiser. original Pinhead, yes. no longer Pinhead. But, right. Um, uh, yeah, I, I'd always heard rumors about this, but I didn't know that it, it had actually gotten so far. But apparently, around the time that we got Freddy versus Jason, um, about a year before that got released, uh, the studio who owned both had the rights to both Halloween uh, and Hellraiser, mm-hmm. or the. I don't know if they own the rights or they had the rights, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, they they wanted to do a Hellraiser and Halloween crossover, uh-huh. and like a, a got, pin, Pinhead versus Mike, Michael, Michael Myers, Myers. Yeah, I wet dream movie. Like <laughs> it is seriously. No, like, that's, yeah. it, I honestly think that would be better than Freddy vs. Jason. Really, I really do. Yeah. Well, look at the very least, they'd be very different movies. Oh yeah, for very sure. different movies. Um, but they uh, they thought that would bomb. They and when Freddy vs. Jason was coming out, they figured it would bomb. And then when it didn't, that uh, the studio got in a frenzy and wanted to greenlight it. And they had uh, people working on it. Suppose the rumor mill is that John Carpenter was going to direct it. Mm-hmm. Clive Barker was going to write it. Can really? you imagine? Clive Barker scripted, John Carpenter directed Halloween Hellraiser movie. Yep, that'd be amazing. You know who squashed it though, right? Come on now. <laughs> the uh, Akkads. Yes, the people who own the rights to the, pro- uh, the producers Halloween. of all the Halloween yep. movies, like they they basically said which, they wanted nothing to do with it. So, yep. which which is unfortunate. I mean, maybe one day it'll happen. But I don't know. I'm kind of. I I was thinking about it. I kind of went back and forth. I was like, at the I, very least, nowadays we'd probably get the Rob Zombie, Michael Myers versus the Fat Revelations pinhead, <laughs> and then everyone the will worst. just and then everybody will just be sad panda no, the entire time. No, they would they would use the new guy who's I don't know his name, but the new guy who's playing Pin, I have Pinhead. Faith, he actually I have looks pretty good because he looks like Doug Bradley. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, uh, there's a documentary about uh, it, it's called Beware the Slender Man coming out January 23rd, and it's about uh, those two young girls who lured their 12 year old friend out into the woods. To it's a really disturbing tale. It is very disturbing. They lured her out into the woods to stab her to death as a um, sacrifice to the Slender Man. Which, if you know what the Slender Man is, you know that it was a, it was it was completely made up. If you know that, if you the, know what it is, then you know what it isn't. Right. It was made up for the creepy pasta side. Yeah. I think. Right. Yep. Yeah. It was. A, it was a completely fictional. 
a very a very cool and intriguing fictional character because people actually photoshopped fo- you know pictures of him in the background and stuff like that. it was cool it, it had an interesting story I'm, but like i'm willing to bet that the slender man is is one of the first like urban legends to have ever been born born in our online. lifetime or in our lifetime though. oh you think so like as far as as popularity i mean sure people say you know new things all the time but as, the, as yeah. far as the popularity goes and this will stick in probably pop culture forever now yeah like it, this is along the lines of like the Lenane rouge and you know it's, yeah yeah which people probably don't know what that is because it's a detroit thing but <laughs> um but the mothman or right yeah you know, like the, i this is it's gonna be infamy now yeah the um um, and Jer- these two Jersey girls, Devil and, and the stuff. thing is, though, is that these two girls, as heinous as of a crime that they committed, mm-hmm. I think that their story cements it. Like, yeah, that's the um, horror story that you tell your kids about Slenderman now. But you can, uh, the thing about, it, it's, the the internet makes it so easy to put this stuff out there, but it also makes it easy to trace the roots of, like, the origins True. of things. And y- you can find the dude who created the story. And he just, he says, it's a fake story. No, you can do that that with Scientology, and people still believe it. (laughs) That's true. That's very true. Apologies to any Scientologists that may be listening to this. Touche. No, no apologies. You people are fucking nuts. Um, uh, So, yeah, that's uh, that's all I have to say about that one. So, uh, Go ahead. So, the last bit that I have is is not really news, but I thought it was interesting. Uh, um, There's a new horror movie coming out called Bethany. Bethany. centers on a young woman named Claire who moves back to her childhood home only to be haunted by her imaginary friend when she was a child. Drop Dead Fred did it. It sounds like Drop Dead Fred to me. Could be. Have you ever seen Drop Dead Fred? Uh, no. Actually, no. With uh, Phoebe, Phoebe Cates? I think it was Phoebe mm, Cates. I do like Phoebe Cates. Yeah, she's... Yeah. Um, uh, no, that was... The whole... The, the, the only... The, the, the important part about this movie, though, is the fact that this marks the return of none other than Mr. Tom Green. My bum is on the Swedish. Swedish. My bum is on the Bethany. <laughs> that sounds so he's coming in to actually like so it's my understanding that he's actually going to be playing a, a psych- serious role like a psychiatrist you know i hope he pulls it off i can see where because yeah. he's he's never been like he's never been funny in like a slapsticky way or he's just always been awkward comedy and His comedy w- relied on the fact that he wasn't funny, though. It was the fact that he was so unfunny is what made it funny. But that's that's kind of my point, is if you put him in the right setting yeah. in a horror movie... Uh, his unfunniness will come across as dramatic That's true. That's instead true. of funny. <laughs> the last thing, I'm trying to think of the last thing I even heard about Tom Green. Like he, uh, I think the last thing that I heard about him was that he was doing stand-up comedy at the Gathering of the Juggalos. Oh, And yeah. it was the year that Tila Tequila was performing and the crowd hated her so much that they started like throwing like broken bottles at her and I stuff. I forgot that was a so person. Then, so then she took off her top <laughs> thinking that that would, that that, that would like, calmed them down and it didn't <laughs> they in turn started throwing broken bottles uh uh rocks and feces out of the porta potties at her gross literally and tom green though essentially rescued her if this if if my story's correct like really? he ran like, like like he like she ran off stage and somewhere he was there and he basically like took her on his cart and he, drove her away and like rescued her human feces like, shield I guess. All right. I mean, uh, in all fairness, that just sounds like a Tom Green episode. I thought that I thought that the the Juggalos at the uh, the family reunion or whatever they call it, or the gathering of the Juggalos, I thought they were all about love and peace, not throwing shit at each other. 
Um, I mean, Tila, I mean te- Tila Tequila is pretty insufferable, but I, I don't know. They always talk about how they just want to love everybody. With feces. Yeah, get get your story straight, Juggalos. Poop love. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just have a couple more things here real quick. Um, Max Landis, son of Jan La- Jan, son of John <laughs> Landis. Uh, there's been there's been a rumor for a long time. He finally confirmed it because he denied it at one point, and then now he is confirming it. He is writing and directing uh, a new American Werewolf in London remake. He is the only person that I would want to do that. Well, one his dad is the executive producer, so he's gonna have you know mm-hmm. it's gonna be. I yeah, think you, it'll be pretty. I don't think John Landis is going right. to step in too much, though. He's going to let him do what he wants to do. No, he'll let him. Yeah, he'll let him definitely take the reins. But it's like you have the guy who made the original what sitting sucks, right behind though, you. Is that you'll never get an honest opinion from John Landis? <laughs> like if he doesn't like it, he'll never say it. Really? You know, he's not going to say that his own son's movie sucks if it ends up sucking. Well, I don't think it's going to. It's, it's me, in but. his best interest to do that. It's in That's his true. son's best interest. Like, if the movie sucks, you don't want it to tank, especially if you're the executive producer. That's true. Because this could this could start a new, uh, you know, a new American Werewolf series, basically. Yeah. So. That's true. That's true. Uh, last, last, but certainly not least, uh, some Stranger Things news: Paul Reiser and Sean Astin will be joining the cast for season two. Sean Astin always pops up in the weirdest places. He yeah. really does. Like ever since Lord of the Rings, like he, he's not like a huge star, you know. And yeah. So you don't see him in a lot of things. But then every now and then he goes, "Hey, I'm still here. Like I'm, uh, I'm doing this now." Like what was uh, Cabin, Cabin Fever? Fever three? Yeah. It's like what the? <laughs> well, he just he does whatever he wants now. He's I guess got, he's got Lord of the Rings money. I think that both those uh, both those guys will fit perfectly into that. Oh world, yeah, I yeah. I think great. it'll be really good. So, uh, so that's it for the news, Jay. You were listening to the Buzzkill p- 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 podcast news. <laughs> going, sexy. Mm. going sexy with it that time. <laughs> I don't even know how to feel about that. <laughs> so, um, so next, uh, we usually do what we've been watching lately. Uh, Mike and I were both pretty busy this week, and we we spent a lot of time. All the free time that we did have, we kind of spent watching anthologies in preparation for the. Uh, for this episode, but we Truth. did watch one movie together. We did. That we both really enjoyed. We did. Uh, it is called Cub. Welp. Or Welp. <laughs> <laughs> it, was a, it was a Belgian horror movie, which I don't really think a lot of... I don't think there's a lot of horror that comes out of Belgium. No, I actually... I actually, I think I read something where, uh, somewhere that this was the first Belgian horror movie. Kind of like... Um, I, well, I did, there's... The, there Baskin are a lot of, there are the, a lot of people that say that. It's... It's not entirely true because I saw a guy write oh, okay. write a thing today that said, "Well, what about this movie and this movie and this movie?" Like there are other horror movies okay, that okay. come out. Of, I think this I think might, may have been the one. first one in a long time. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, kind of like uh, Baskin was the first one to come out of Turkey. Is it really? I think so. Yeah, I, that was like the, it was because like, that kind of stuff doesn't exist over there. Like, like it's it's very frowned upon to do horror movies, I guess, in that huh. area of the world. Because it's because it's such a horrible place to live. To be <laughs> beautiful, it's beautiful, but. <laughs> I actually, I'm sorry. I know nothing about turkey, so I can't. I can't actually make that statement. So, uh, yeah, it um, good. Cub. I was really. I was. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, <laughs> makes me sleepy though. Uh, I, I was really excited to watch this movie for a long time because um, I saw the trailer, and one thing that really stood out to me is I'm. I, I think I've said this in previous episodes. I'm a sucker for a good mask. Yes. 
And yeah. this has the best mask. Oh, it's got one of my favorite masks of all time, honestly. Better than the Jim Carrey one? <laughs> better, <laughs> better, even better. My name is Cuban Pete. I'm the king of Rome, Uh Yeah, no, I, I love this mask. Uh, basically, uh, a, a quick rundown of the movie is group of scouts go out into the woods. They kind of end up in an area that they really shouldn't be. Yeah. And... Uh, and there's a there's a long backstory to the whole thing, but uh, they they basically end up where an old mill used to be, and some disgruntled workers may or may not have stayed, may or may not have uh, set up some really gnarly like Rube Goldberg style traps. To but kill. they may not have. But they may not have. <laughs> yes, it's a, it might just be a story about some scouts that go and have a damn good time. But it's. But they not. But they. Uh, <laughs> Um, they encounter a, which, the idea, okay, they encounter a, a, a feral child. Mm-hmm. Feral children creep me out so much. It's a very scary concept. Oh, it, it really, is, really it is, is. It's really frightening, and this feral child in particular was so gnarly. Just the, the amazing mask, the fact that he's always covered, well, as you imagine a feral child might be, he's always just it's covered in dirt. filth. Yeah. And he built himself a really sweet treehouse. It looks like an egg. <laughs> like, you know those, you know those eggs that you make with like, uh, like, like string dipped in glue, and you put it around a uh, balloon, and then you pop the balloon. Uh-huh. Oh, That's th- what his layer. Yeah, it does like. look like that. That's what his layer looks like. Whenever I think of a feral child, I always go back to thinking of like the the kid in Jungle to Jungle, just running around <laughs> on all fours or something. <laughs> the Tim Allen movie. Yeah. <laughs> like that. Um. Well, oh, this, I love it. This, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, this kid, you know what's funny is I, I I had never seen that movie until probably last summer, which is a weird age for me to be watching Jungle to yeah, Jungle. Yeah, really, <laughs> really is. <laughs> Whatever, shut up, guys. Uh, uh, no, it, he he never stood on all. He never ran on all fours. Which, Not at all. But that's what I imagine. Um, that's kind of what I imagine too, because the the very few cases of like actual feral children in our in the in the world they do run all like, a lot of them yeah. do because well, they're all raised fours. by animals and that's how they learn to to right. move around and not it's, maybe it's not really bizarre maybe not walking on all fours but kind of like apes in a sense yeah to where they use their their front arms to right to right. get around and stuff whatever. yeah it's ooh, so bizarre there's some creepy documentaries about feral children that really they do a number on me because mm-hmm. it's like oh yeah. this is real life like they. This is a real thing. Like feral children's not just like a Hollywood made up thing. No, and right. it, and, this and, does exist, and, and, it's, and not, it's weird. It's few and far between. The only reason, but it's, it's weird. The only reason it's truly scary is because of what like Hollywood has done with the subject of feral. Because because they're all harmless. Yeah. All of the real feral children that people have ever encountered, they're harmless. Yeah, they're just horribly damaged well, unfortunately but they're, but, they're, but they're also like any animal though where they get cornered they defend themselves that's, that's when they can be dangerous that's and a lot true. of them are but like a lot of them have to get strapped down but they're not going to stalk around the woods setting no. up traps can you imagine walking stuff? through the woods and you're just like oh, i'm just out for a stroll and all of a sudden some kid just comes galloping along the freaking path at you i would die <laughs> that would be the scariest thing ever <laughs> I think that would be scarier than like actually in uh, like uh like like encountering bigfoot or something right. well well, uh, hold on. I don't know. That would be scary too because he could just like crush your skull. I, but I think I might just NFL punt him back to where he came from. <laughs> <laughs> I see him coming at me. <laughs> my um, name is Hanson. <laughs> <laughs> um. So anyway, going back to Cub. Uh, 
It's a great movie. It, it was a uh, it was a really cool it's, movie, and it's got uh, a very it's got a very unexplained ending, which is one of those movies that you could talk about for hours, but that would be very boring. So we're not going to do it, right? Um, but yeah, like watch it. Uh, uh, I, it was very. I I would say I, I would I would explain it as a kind of an open ended. Yeah, ending. It's very open to interpretation. Right. Exactly, and, and I think that was probably the point. Yeah. Um, there's some weird like camera stuff that happens that we almost didn't even notice, and we had to go back and watch a couple times yeah, to like really to notice it. Like if you like really pay attention, I reading reviews. There's a lot of people that really hated the ending, and I think maybe these like quick camera cuts and things, people don't want things to think that you anymore. might. Well, that's that's, that, that's I think although that is. may be true. I I think that like that one small detail that we noticed, where uh, little spoiler, the there's a fight between the feral kid and uh, one of the campers and in the shots the mask seems to be jumping from one face to the other I said spoilers I said spoilers (laughs) and also the knife that they're that one of them is wielding seems to yeah. be kind of bouncing back and forth too. So yeah, it's, it's kind of weird. Like it, it so opens it, everything up at that point. It really does. So it's it's it, it's it's a it's a crazy movie. And if you really pay attention, like I said, there were a lot of people that didn't like it. But I think those are probably the people who kind of missed what was really going on. Yeah. Uh, also, forewarning too, uh, if you don't like reading subtitles, this might not be the movie for you because it is foreign. So yeah, it's in, it's, it's it's in Bel- Flemish. Flemish? Is that what and French. Um, so, uh, you, so yes, there are subtitles. That being said, though, the movie is shot gorgeously. It looks, oh, yeah, it, it looks beautiful. It looks beautiful. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah. Um, Cub. And also, and all, like, I, oh, sorry, were you, were you done? Were you done with well, it? Clearly you're <laughs> I don't know. I was just going to bring up a couple, <laughs> like, a, like, just a couple cool things about the Kai character, like the fact that he was, like, he purred, like he. Well, it was, it was weird, like the way, it, and it wasn't like when a when a cat purrs, it's cute, but the way he purred, like when he would breathe, it was very unsettling, and he yeah. drooled all the time. Yeah, and, uh, and he was dirty, like and said. he was very dirty. Yeah, and and I'm I'm gonna end it on this. Well, aside from this, is one little fun fact that I that I saw. Uh, the kid when his phone rings when they're sitting in the truck it's the it, his ringtone is the theme to Suspiria oh is it really yeah because oh, the director of this that. the director of this movie is a huge uh, Dario Argento fan so okay, he okay. threw that in there nice um yeah just to end on the mask because the mask is the, it's, it's such a the, integral part of the it's, movie it's essentially well and actually uh there's a there's an illustrated there's illustrated cover art for this movie. That was a poster. It's it's the movie poster. Yeah, the yeah, oh yeah, probably not cover art, but the poster. It's one of the coolest posters I've ever seen. Yeah. Cuz it's it uh it has the mask, but then the mask up on top turns into like the woods. Uh, the woods. Yeah. Because well, this, there's, there's already like a tree coming out of the side of the mask and that just kind of makes it Well, the mask is transition. the ma- yeah, the mask uh is made out of a piece of bark mm-hmm. from a tree but it just kind of like fits the kid's uh, face perfectly and there's something very like unsettling about the fact that it's asymmetrical is it's that not weird perfect it's it's right. primal looking it's, it's but if you look at the weird, if you yeah. look at the left side yeah primal looking exactly that's that's a good way to describe it. if you look at the left side of the mask there used to be another because there's one side has a horn coming off mm-hmm. coming up off of it but there used to be another horn it's broken off. Maybe that means it's only one half of the character. Oh. 
I mean, watch the movie and figure yeah. it out for yourself. <laughs> no more spoilers. That being said, Cub, or uh, if you're... Velp. Velp. <laughs> uh, it's great. Watch it. Yeah, Hunt it, was, it down. Tell us what you think of it. Yeah, it was really and, cool. Um, yeah, please tell us know. what you think. It's uh, It was a cool movie. So and All right. It's almost time for the tofu. Before we do that, uh, we, we are in yeah, the second, better, yeah, second better, segment of our, uh, of our variety pack. Our second segment, which is... <laughs> Uh, oh, a raspberry L. Ooh, raspberry. I'm in. Oh, and it's actually just called raspberry L. Oh. Huh. Uh, someone got lazy. Super creative. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so our second dark horse brew is raspberry ale. I'm in. No, that's the wrong one. So, okay, uh, so we're into the tofu of the show, which we've already mentioned like 7,000 times that it is anthology. I'm sorry, what is it? Anthologies. Antholo- Aunt, Aunt Holy G's? Aunt Holy G's. Aunt Holy G's. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, do, you, do you have a favorite anthology? Because um, we watch a lot of these. Now, if there's one thing that James and I love, it's found footage movies yeah. and anthology movies. Yeah, you put one. You put those two options in front of us. We'd probably choose those we, over we, we every other movie. We immediately became the most unpopular podcast yep, yep. in the world. Deal with it. <laughs> no, we do love. I because uh, don't get me wrong. I love all horror movies, but there's something about that's delicious. Is it good? The, the, oh, ra- yeah. the raspberry ale. Yeah, I gotta pop mine. Not to, not to cut you off. No, that's cool. You actually, it's weird though. You get the taste of the raspberry more in after you swallow, and you get like that that hint of scent that comes up after you. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. You feel it in your nose and your mouth. It's weird. <laughs> Shut up! Shut up! I don't know how else to describe it. No, why are we children? Because like you can't say the word swallow on this show without me cracking a smile. It's a. You get what I'm saying? You just taste it. It's on that back end. It kind of comes back up at you, and you. It's got that sharp. <laughs> I think I it's just the aroma of it. You, you swallow, you swallow it, and it gets into your nose, <laughs> and then the back end really hits. James, yeah. there are children listening to this. There's no children listening to this. We're children, and we listen to it. <laughs> um, so yeah, that actually is really good, though. Uh-huh. It kind of reminds me of. It's um, not sweet. It's raspberry without like the sweetness. It's like that pure essence of the raspberry. The it's, just, it's just the rasp. The ra- it's just the, the rasp, rasp minus the berry. Um, so Why anyway. is there no raspberry beer called Rasputin? Rasputin. Because they would have to make the bottle this tall. <laughs> 14 whole inches. <laughs> we actually, oddly enough, talked about this right before the show. If you don't know... Uh, if you're, you, you're, what you're saying right now makes forces me to put dick pics on the tumbler. You know that. Oh, damn it. <laughs> yeah. Nope, go. Go. I'm putting them uh, up there. Rasputin, <laughs> Rasputin the, the man... Is uh, the man? He's he's notoriously uh, he was notoriously well endowed apparently, and his you can actually find pictures of this monstrosity. His dick is in a jar in a museum because it was like, hey, is that your dick in a jar? You're just happy to see me. <laughs> it was it it's was my like dick in a jar. <laughs> it was like 14 inches flaccid, which is literally. 14 inches longer than mine is flaccid. So. Speaking of speaking of, of of crazy looking dicks, we watched a movie called Mexico Barbaro. Oh my no, god, we hold didn't. on, hold on. Before we get into that, you you asked me a question a long time ago. Sorry, sorry. Favorite favorite, favorite anthology. anthology. Favorite anthology. 
Um, I'm gonna go old school and just this is purely based on nostalgia, which I rewatched the movie yesterday and I, I love it still. Mm-hmm. Tales from the Dark Side. Great movie. Yeah. Great movie. Really good. I agree. Oh, you've seen it? Mm-hmm. Yes. It's it was it it was awesome. It was um, uh, Stephen King wrote one of the segments. He did. Uh, uh, adapted by George Romero. Directed it. <laughs> But, yeah, exactly. Um, uh, yeah, that was uh, which one did he write? It was. The it was um, black cat. The uh, black cat from hell, or, yeah. the, or is it just called the the cat from hell? The cat from hell. Yeah, we're, t- we're terrible people. <laughs> 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 we don't even know what we're talking about. Uh, cat from hell is what it's called. Um, yeah, Stephen King adaptation by George Romero. Um, yeah, it was good. It was good. It was like a guy that gets hired to. He thinks he's, to kill somebody. He's but a hitman. Really, yeah, but yeah. really, it's he's there to kill a cat. Um, and, and it was just good. It's man versus animal and, you know. Yeah, it's, uh, it, it's, it's just good. Like, well, it's, it's a, it's a cat from hell. So the, 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 the job ends up being not so easy. Not so easy. <laughs> the ending to that short is friggin' crazy. <laughs> okay. So, uh, so there's in, um, in, uh, ABCs of death two. Yes. I can't remember. Another fantastic anthology. I, we will get to it. I can't remember which segment, what what it's called, but we talked about it a few weeks ago. It's the scene where the woman carries a baby yep, in yep. her and womb it, for and then thirteen it years. Comes out of her skin essentially. Well, and is she like the the baby runs out of room because it's now a thirteen year old child still inside the womb of the mother. And are you transferring to another story in Tales from the Dark Side? Yeah, to Black Cat. Because I, I honestly, I would, I would love to find out for sure. But the scene where the kid uh, tells the mom that it needs more room, so yeah. it breaks all of her bones and forces all of her innards out through yeah. her mouth. It looks almost identical to the scene where, where the, the cat, cat is, is tearing out. its yeah. way out of the yeah. guy's mouth because the cat jumps into uh, the the hitman's mouth mm-hmm. and forces itself down into his stomach where it stays he's dead now yeah, the, yeah not the cat but the guy it stays until the old man comes back that lived in the house who it originally wanted to kill the yeah. old man was the guy who hired the hitman to kill the cat and when it forces its way back out through the dude's mouth it looks almost identical to that scene in abc's well, of death the too. reason that i asked you if you were if you were swapping stories though is because at the at the the, the last story uh, it's called Lover's Vow. Lover's with, Vow. Uh, starring the incredible James Remar. Oh, yeah. Uh, mm. There is a scene at the end of it, though, where... James Remar, and do you know who his uh, wife is in that movie? Uh, no. Ray Don Chong, who is Tommy Chong's daughter. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, look at that. Kind of a fox, um, by the way. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. Uh, uh, for sure. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> no, uh, the, 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 I'll be honest with you. Out of the three different segments, uh, this one was the most boring, I thought. It was. I really liked this segment. I liked it too. But I actually like all of them. Compared to the other, the other two, had a little bit more umph to them. This one had a lot of kind of downtime in the middle. A little more pizzazz. <laughs> <laughs> that was a hiccup. <laughs> um. Um. The, but the end, the ending scene though. I don't want to give anything away. But the ending scene though, where a, a one human is molting its skin into a gargoyle. Did I give too much away? <laughs> I think I think we're I think we're pretty much past the whole spoiler thing. Um. Ah, uh, be- beautiful practical effects done oh, by KMB, by the gorgeous way. Gorgeous practical this effects. This is uh. Now, mind you, too. I noticed in the credits, it's done by KNB. Uh, EFX. I don't think they go by that anymore. That must have been really early in their career. 
because they don't go by K and B E F X anymore. It's well, this K, movie came K. out. This movie came out in 1990. They, That's they probably were, still pretty early on, though. Well, and they were active in the 80s. They were active separately, and they worked together a lot, but they didn't have a company. Oh, really? This when is a did, very when early did K and B actually. I don't know. It'd be interesting to look up to. Maybe this is corrections for next week. But I felt to me like this is very early K and B because like their their whole name didn't seem right. Huh. Watch, there's going to be corrections, and it's K&B EFX every single time. But <laughs> yeah. it's not something that I've noticed, though. Mike's you know? stupid. Don't pay um, attention to him. But it's great, though. No, it, amazing it has practical the best... effects done by them, though. It's just the, 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 the scene where the gargoyle is busting out of the human skin. Oh, it's awesome. Some of the, like... The... It's probably the best transformation scene I've I've seen. It's it, probably in my top five. Yeah. Like, like let of me, anything, you know? Let me tell you my issues with this particular segment, though. So James Remar is a uh, Remar. Is that how you say his name? I've, I've always said it Remar. Remar, Remar, whatever. Ramar. Let's just call him. Uh, let's just call him Raiden. Raiden. <laughs> Done. Um, <laughs> he's he's an artist. He's a he's a starving artist, and he basically gets dropped by his agent mm-hmm. uh, because he's you know not making anything worth buying. So he goes and he gets drunk like any yeah. any starving artist would when he gets drunk. I don't, <laughs> drunk. I don't, I don't know what that means. Yeah, no, what? <laughs> uh, you so, could have just drank a beer. Yeah, you I didn't have it, 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 it close it. enough to me. <laughs> Fuck off. Uh, so he, uh, he, he goes, goes and he gets drunk. He leaves the bar. He leaves the bar with the bartender, who is is a buddy of his. The bartender gets like brutally murdered by something. Turns out it's a gargoyle for some damn reason. <laughs> From the Gargoyles animated series. Now when the <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. Now the gargoyle comes and James Remar thinks he's gonna be murdered by it, but the instead the gargoyle says, "If you never tell anyone what you saw tonight, I'll let you live." And he promises. Here's okay. All that's fine. All that is fine. Here's where I take issue. So he's running home because he's freaked out by this whole thing. His yep. buddy just had his head lopped off. Uh, he sees a girl walking by, so he pulls her into an alley. This is a girl he's never seen in his life. He pulls her to, into an alley, covers her mouth, which, uh, right away, this, for the woman, big red flags. Oh, yeah. Guy just pulled me into an alley, covered my mouth, and then tells me to shut up. Uh, then he says, let's go to my place, because it's not safe out here. Okay. <laughs> and she just goes, yeah, Okay. And then they get into the they get they get into his his murder palace for all she knows, and well, she's just completely nonchalant about the whole thing. She's like, "I've never met an artist," which uh, he never said he was an artist, by the way. Well, she gets she in the house though, and she looks around. It's pretty obviously that he's an artist, or he's just a no, psychopath. No, no, actually, who likes he mentioned to, like, no before she said that he actually mentioned that his agent dropped him. Mm. So he could have been an actor though. Do you think he had money though? Who? James Remar's character. Do no, he made good money. No, because oh, okay. he because he said when the agent went to drop him, he said I can't live on nothing. That's and the true. agent says, Well, that's I true. can't live on ten percent of nothing. Okay, hmm. that's fair. Um, so 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 uh, if that weren't already enough, this he puts out this super rapey vibe where he pulls her into an alley. He actually says, I'm not going to rape you, doesn't he? At one point, I think. Well, no, it's uh, it's later in the this, which is another ridiculous part that I'll bring up real quick. Uh, so they uh, they go back to his place, and then five minutes later, they're banging. It's like just met the dude. 
in an but, alley. It's no. all it's all kind of explained in the end. Yeah, I was gonna say it makes sense at the end. It's confusing at first, but it does make sense at the end. Well, and then and then once they it's so fast forward ten years. He's a he's a famous artist. He's making bank, and he's providing for his family the two children that they've now made together. He's also got two kids, so he's making bang. Yeah, he's making bang, and he's making <laughs> bank. He's getting the bang for his buck, and he and he. Uh, the kids are like, uh, it's their 10th anniversary, and he goes, this is the 10th anniversary of the night I met your mom. And the the daughter goes, is that the night that you thought daddy was going to rape you? <laughs> yeah. And, and the mom just goes, yep, yep. it sure is. Yep, it was. <laughs> like, what? Wow. What is, what the fuck? Yep. So, yep. anyway, and then. Shut uh, the front door. Shut the front and so, yeah, and then gargoyles appear. and Gargoyles that look like gremlins, by the way. Like, they their skin like tone yeah. like, uh, look like gremlins. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, my God, this is like growing up gremlins. It's fantastic. Yeah. Let's move on to the other yeah. two, uh, well, two, technically three shorts in this, but there's it's like the wraparound yeah. story in the other two shorts. We already talked about the Black Cat one. The yeah, cat we talked about uh, Lot uh, 249. Lot, Lot 249, starring, which is the best one. Starring. Steve oh, Buscemi, Julianne Moore, Christian and Slater. Christian, my man Slater. Damn. Damn. Which I never realized. <laughs> I never realized how close in age Christian Slater and Steve Buscemi were. Yeah. Because, not to be mean or anything. Steve Buscemi but, looks like he's ninety. He looks very old. <laughs> Fantastic actor. Or did he look young when he made that? I don't know. I I would say he was only in his twenties when he made that, right? Yeah, that's true. So, uh, this is the one that I remember the most from my youth because this is the first one that I ever saw. I actually saw this movie in segments. Oh, okay. Like, I saw I saw segment one, uh, lot 249, which is the one that was... Uh, <laughs> this is the writing credit for this one goes to Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. Really? Yes. Interesting. I did not know that. Because he wrote a short story about this in, like, 1940-something. Uh and then uh, I think Michael McDowell, I think Michael McDowell uh, wrote the screenplay for this. He did. Okay. And Michael Mc- Michael McDowell is the guy who wrote Beetlejuice. He wrote um, Nightmare Before Christmas, Thinner, which is one of my favorite oh, Stephen dang, King movies. I've never seen Thinner. I really I like it. it. They just put it on Netflix. You should check it out. Dang. So, yeah, uh, cool cast. Julianne Moore, this was her big screen debut. Um, and it shows. <laughs> And, uh, this was her first one. Yeah, this really? was her, this was her big screen debut. Interesting. I did it's not know funny that. how like I don't know like I I, I feel like uh, you know people's voices change over time. Like yeah. when you when you see an actor who you know very well now as an older well, actor, and then you see them when they're young, their voices are totally different. But her voice has been the same since well, she was a in young. In all fairness, girl. though, I I think all three of them kind of fall in that category yeah, Christian kinda... Slater sounds like Christian Slater um, <laughs> Steve Buscemi sounds like Steve Buscemi mm-hmm. I think, it's, I, I, think I might that... have just proved you wrong on your on your point here nah, I don't know. <laughs> so anyway uh, this one is about uh, a mummy which this the scene there's one singular scene in this that just like completely messed me up when I was a little kid and it was the uh, coat hanger scene oh yeah <laughs> Yeah, because uh, I gotta, I gotta Steve, say though, if you're a mummy, that's the way to kill someone. Oh yeah, for sure. It's what you know. Well, Steve Buscemi, uh, Steve Buscemi is a, uh, he's making his way through college by selling stuff. He'll like he'll buy stuff and then he'll sell it for a profit. Yeah. And these other two guys, Christian Slater and uh, Robert Sedgwick, they're both 
that just like spoiled, you know, like yeah. they're especially Crap Robert Sedgwick. He's like a complete they're, they're asshole. Sweater vest, short short wearing tennis players. Right, That's going, to, need going to, to play squash on the weekends while Steve Buscemi's like, you know, hawking precious items and stuff. So uh, he acquires a mummy, which. Is that possible? I don't think that's actually possible. Uh, sure. <laughs> he acquires a mummy in a sarcophagus, and uh, he, he ends up finding a scroll, an old scroll inside, and it has a, a, a incantation to bring this mummy back to life to do Correct. his bidding. And then he kind of sends it out to do what it will, if you want to know the rest. Actually, uh, we're watching some of these movies on uh, Shudder. Which well, well you... Tales from the Dark Side was on Netflix. Oh, was it? Yeah. Tell oh, us from yeah, Dark right. on Netflix. Well, Cub was on Shutter. Cub was on Shutter. If yep. you want, yeah, like uh, it, it's five dollars a month. Get it? Definitely. So it, it's it's definitely worth, it. worth even the if money. Even if you watch a couple of movies a month, it's worth it. Yeah, absolutely worth the money. Um, if you don't know what Shutter is, it's basically just Netflix for horror so fans. It's like we, all horror movies. Before we move on from Tales from the Dark Side, it was so funny. I was watching this. Now, I I prefer we we touched on this earlier in the show i prefer anthology movies that have a good wraparound yeah they have a, they, they has a good just love a good reach around <laughs> I, I said wraparound okay it's when you do it with wrapping paper mm-hmm. oh. <laughs> the christmas spirit my friend paper cuts though oh anyway um i love when they have a good story though that ties everything together and this one has one of those really great stories yeah and the entire it's funny the entire time i'm watching this i'm like I know that these people look really familiar, and I couldn't place them. I'm like this kid looks like a young Martin Lawrence, and I'm like, mm, not Martin. Martin Lawrence is black. Matthew Lawrence, <laughs> 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 totally different people. <laughs> Whoops! Okay. I knew that he looked like one of the Lawrences. I kept wanting to say Joey Lawrence. Joey. Turns out it's Matthew Lawrence, it is who Matthew I knew, La- but yeah. I didn't place him right with him because he's so young in this. Like, yeah. Even though he does look like him, still I didn't place him right oh, away. Oh yeah, he had to be um, what, like maybe nine, ten years old, young, something like yeah, that. Really yeah, really young. He was still good though. Yeah, he was. He was still really good. Um, uh, but they, this is this is a cool story though because it's a story in and of itself. It's not just narration. There's a whole. It's, it's almost like there's there's four stories essentially. Well, it starts off. It starts. Well, yeah, it is. It, it is an extra story. It just kind of happens in between the other segments. Yep. Which it's a pretty it's a pretty brilliant way of. Uh, like why the why the other segments exist because basically it's it starts off pretty innocent it just looks like a woman who went grocery shopping and she's coming home to cook dinner or whatever but then you find out she goes to open her pantry and uh matthew lawrence is chained to the wall inside of this dungeon in in her pantry and she's i think that i think that's like hansel and gretel almost yeah like she's a witch yeah well, and she's, she's a witch because they show they show a broom, a broom. Oh stick yeah, that's right. Yeah, you're absolutely yep. right. And uh, so she's like having company over, and they're gonna cook this kid. And it's it's really funny. Like the banter between the two of them is pretty pretty funny because yep. she's like at, asking him how much he weighs or something. Is it's like how much do you weigh? I need to know how long to cook you. <laughs> yeah, basically. Oh no, she's uh, she says she says how many times does twelve go into seventy five? Yeah. And then he says it, and she, he's like, "Why?" And she's like, "Well, I need you know the." Uh, twelve minutes per pound and blah blah blah. <laughs> it's it's pretty funny. So the idea is that she's gonna cook him. No, is it supposed so to be the her reason, kid though? What's that? Is it supposed no, to be no, her no, kid? no, 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 okay. no. No, he was. Uh, they actually explained it in the movie, but sh- I can't remember. Oh, because he starts to tell the story. He's because uh, he's like, let me tell you a story, and she says, 
something about is it a love story it's like no it's a, a kid about uh, about a kid who went to cover his brother's paper route that day and then he got nabbed yeah, by some right. psycho who put him story. in it you're right yeah yep. so uh so he's basically biding his time trying not to be cooked for dinner by telling her stories from this book that yeah. she gave him and uh and then he ends up you know getting out of the situation one way or another <laughs> hey ooh. spoiler alert sorry um, no yeah it's good though it's 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 good um another movie that does a very similar type of wraparound where it's it's it, you know it's it's different parts of the overarching story mm-hmm. in between the segments is uh this little movie called chiller rama which I unfortunately have yet to see. Oh, it's so good. This is the uh, Adam Green. Uh, Adam, Adam Green, Green Joe well, Lynch. Ariscope uh, produced it and put it out. Uh, there is four segments. Uh, excuse me, four segments directed by Adam Green, Joe Lynch, Adam Rifkin, and Tim Sullivan. Mm-hmm. Um, now, honestly, I'd be lying if I said that they were all great. Um, couple of them aren't as good. However, the subject matter. I think is is really the reason that you watch these. Well, they're all pretty over the top. The right? the the first one. So the overarching story is called Zom Zom B movie. Zom B movie, which is directed by Joe Lynch, mm-hmm. and it's about uh, the 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 whole story takes place essentially. It's it's the very last night this old drive-in movie theater is open. So this is the wraparound story. Yes, uh, and and your main your main antagonist in the uh, in that in this story is the the guy the real runner the guy that changes the reels and projects the oh, movies. Oh, okay, yeah. And it's his story about his last night there and him reminiscing, and then every movie that he has to change the reels to put on are the movies that they're watching. Uh, now that was directed by Joe Lynch. Uh, the first movie that you get though is uh, it's a movie called it's it's a short called Wadzilla. Wadzilla, directed by Adam Rifkin. Effects done by the Chiodos brothers. Oh, really? Yes. Really? Um, if you've ever wanted, if you like King Kong, and you like seeing giant apes climb the Empire State Building, uh, you will you will get that in this movie. Only it's a giant sperm climbing. <laughs> just, just imagine that King Kong <laughs> splooged all over the city, and then. It's so ridiculous, and I love it because it's completely ridiculous. It's it's a spoof on old monster movies, only it's giant sperm. <laughs> Is it just one singular giant sperm? Uh, essentially, yeah. Oh my yeah, essentially. Um, <laughs> it's it's that I watch it. It's it's fantastic. Uh, it's starring Ray Wise, which uh, Ray Wise is fantastic. He's the doctor yeah. that like kind of creates the thing essentially, mm-hmm. uh, and it's just great. Yeah, uh, it's. Like I said, it's not the greatest, you know, segment in the world, but it's it's so fun to watch. The weakest of the bunch of the next one is called "I Was a Teenage Werebear," <laughs> uh, which and it's a musical spoof of like movies such as like Grease, Lost Boys, uh, maybe even like a little bit of the Twilight movies. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, it's it's a spoof musical. It's it's not my favorite. It's probably the, the weakest out of them all. Uh, this is the Tim Sullivan uh, directed one. And what's it about? Uh, it's it's a, it's. It, you have bikers who are like leathers, like leather wearing guys and bears. Bears, yeah, they're yeah. the bear. It's it's essentially the story of bears, <laughs> like like bears and the like not the not the not the cuddly animal, the the cuddly men. <laughs> essentially, yeah. essentially, just the big hairy beautiful men. Yeah, again, just just watch it. You'll get it. The, the the reason that I love this movie so much though is because of of the the 
the next installment, which is Green's installment, and and it's not just because it's done by him. It's just that it's the best one. Uh, it, it, no, no, it's it, true. It, it, is it is absolutely because it's done but by it, him. Because you've it, got. I, I I have a, a Green boner, but yeah, it's it is the best one of the bunch, though it really is. Uh-huh. Uh, it's called the Diary of Anne Frankenstein. Right. And uh, it's a black and white short starring Joel David Moore mm-hmm. uh, as Adolf Hitler, and then the 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 amazing Kane Hodder as the monster known as Mashugana, <laughs> uh, who is the Jewish the Jewish monster in this movie. And if you don't know who Kane Hodder is, watch. I mean, I watch mean, any Friday the Thirteenth. If you don't movie know who Kane from... Hodder is, you sh- probably shouldn't be listening to this podcast. <laughs> First off, hey, um, well, no, that's I, that's one of the things that my wife says. I I don't know how many people are listening to us that don't know about these movies. Okay. Actually, some of my some of our friends that listen don't know a lot, a okay, lot about fine. horror movies. So we need to explain. I've been told that we need to explain everyone. Kane in a Hodder. While. Kane Hodder was the only actor per, to portray Jason four times in the Jason franchise. Kane you Hodder had, is Jason. You had New Blood, you had uh, Takes Manhattan, Jason X, and Jason Goes to Hell. Yeah. Uh, and so he's the longest running Jason. He is, in my in my opinion, the best Jason. I think his look is the best. Every guy before him is just kind of like a weird version of Jason, to, to me at least. What was um, with that one tight pants, Jason? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Which one exactly. was that? Was that, exactly. was that Kane Hodder would never wear tight pants. <laughs> Now he does wear Juggalo gear. I've seen that in real life. I did. But. I mean, like Kane Hodder is Jason to me, but I thought Derek Mears was pretty good too. Well, okay, yeah. To be fair, put it this way, he was better than everybody that came before him. I still think he's better than Derek Mears, but Derek Mears played in a fantastic Jason. And and although it's a sensitive subject, it's a very sensitive subject. The guy who played him in Freddy vs. Jason, I thought was pretty good. That wasn't Kane Hodder. What? That was Derek Mears. That wasn't Derek Mears. Yes, it was. No, no, it was the guy who did stunts in uh, Jason Goes to Hell. I can't remember. It wasn't Derek Mears. I could have sworn it was Derek. Mears. It's not. This is a correction you in can, the making. You can continue talking, yeah, but we'll it, it, it um, wasn't Derek Mears. But I thought no, because Derek Mears, I don't think is seven four. Is he? Is he? Well, he's damn huge. it, he's huge. Um, anyway, the the, the, the reason the, this the guy, is, I thought that guy was good because he was a, he was a huge he was just a huge hulking mess of a man. Yeah. And I thought he was really good. Well, the reason the Diary of Anne Frank is great though is because you have Joel David Moore playing Adolf Hitler, and all of the rest of the actors uh, who are speaking German, real are, real are German, real German. And Joel David Moore <laughs> was ger- and Joel David Moore was essentially said, "I don't want you to speak German. You're Hitler. I want you to speak." in essentially just gibberish and just mean it. So the, this is what you're supposed to be saying. Now, make sure that it's gibberish <laughs> so no one knows what you're saying. And, it'll, and it's the funniest thing in the world. So I haven't seen it yet. So he's it's, basically just, everybody else is speaking real German and then he's just going, that's exactly it. And it's the funniest fucking thing. Which, oh my God, it's so good. The fact alone that Joel David Moore is playing Hitler because he he's a he's like he's like six foot eight and about a hundred pounds. He doesn't look like Hitler. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, the and, fact and that he's playing Hitler so to begin funny. with is hilarious. It's like but, scrawny little Hitler and like it's it's so funny. And uh, for anybody listening who might not know Joel David Moore, what are some other things that he's been in? Oh God, he's been in a ton of stuff. He uh, he's one of the doctors, the recurring characters on Bones. 
Uh, he's one of the characters in that. Um, oh, he's also on. Uh, what the hell was that? Forever, the movie about the or the show about the immortal immortal guy. I don't. don't he was I in. He was that. in Hatchet. Yeah, Hatchet. Yeah, that's uh, a big one. Um, Spiral, which is another Adam Green movie. Yeah, with Hatchet. Uh, Joel David Moore. Look him up though. If he's you actually, know, he's actually been in a time like he's. He's been one a, of those guys where you see his face, and you know exactly who he is. Right. He's a good character actor. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this movie's it's fantastic. And to avoid a spoiler, James just pointed it out to me. Derek Mears played Michael Myers, didn't he, in the the zombie movies? No, no, dude, that was um, Tyler Maine. Tyler Maine. God, yeah. who did who did Derek Mears play? Derek Mears played a somebody big in one of these franchises. Uh, I think he was. Uh, I think he was uh, Jupiter in um, the uh, Hills Have Eyes remake, wasn't he? He was one of the guys in the Hills Have Eyes remake. I get pa- it. Papa I know Jupiter. what I'm thinking. What are you Derek thinking Mears of? was one of Derek Mears was one of the um, the military guys in Hatchet Three, which was great because you had him him as in that role, Kane Hodder in uh, the Victor Crowley role, and it was essentially. But I thought it was Jason versus Jason. I don't know what I'm thinking here. Jason versus Jason. Yeah. Okay. Jason versus Jason. There's corrections coming here. Wait, but, hold on. You uh, just said Jason no, versus Jason. I'm myself. But the reason <laughs> I, like, I, I want to see that movie. The reason that I love that. Uh, the reason that I thought Hatchet Three was great though is because I thought they pinned two people who played Jason against each other. I thought that was the whole reason why that was great. There's corrections coming here. Let's not get into this right now. I want to. I want to just. This I want to just point out. Uh, just. Just to clarify for people who might not know who Joel David Moore is. Mm-hmm three very big roles that you would automatically know who he is. He was uh, Norm Spellman in Avatar. Oh, yes. Duh. Duh. Uh, he was uh, Owen in Dodgeball. Yep. And he was JP in Grandma's Boy. Who, yeah. Th- uh, <laughs> okay, these are all movies that probably everybody has seen. <laughs> it's it's kind of weird because he's actually in these huge, like, kind of, like, some blockbuster movies, some, like, you know, like, uh, Avatar was a blockbuster movie. Yeah. But those other two movies I mentioned, they were still like big A-list movies, Vince Vaughn and uh, and and Ben Stiller and stuff like that. But a lot of people don't really know Joel David Moore by name. Character actor, a yeah. lot of character actors like that. You see them, you go, "Oh, it's that guy." Right. You see him in everything, yeah. but you don't know him by name. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, go ahead. I'm uh, sorry. No, no, that was that was it. it <laughs> we're it's kind of all over the place right now. Excuse me. Chillerama also is on Shutter. Mm. If you have Shutter, I do have to watch it. I. It's so good. It's. It, I mean, so good in the sense that it's just a lot of fun. It's not. It's not the greatest made movie in the world. There's a lot of uh, drama actually surrounding the release of it. But by and large, it's it's a fun movie. It's a popcorn stupid. Is there one more short in that? No. Nope. One more segment. No, nope. three of them, and then the uh, the overarching, which we never actually finished talking about. The <laughs> the zombie. Yeah, movie. Uh, Joe Lynch's zombie movie. Yeah. Uh, it's. Uh, it just it, it ends with the entire. Um, it's really cool. Like the after all three movies play, the entire drive-in theater gets overrun by zombies, and you have all these different cameos that are in it. And like, and it's just, it's just a really cool thing. It's just the whole drive-in movie theater experience. Are they glowing or something? Uh, they have like, if I'm remembering correctly, I think they have like glowing blood. I think. Yeah, I just I remember seeing pictures yeah. from it, and they were glowing for sure, like glowing green or something. Yeah, like that. yeah, it's something like that. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, it's 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 a it's a cool ending. Again, it's one of those overarching stories that encapsulates every encapsulate encap encapsulate. Just pick one and go with it. That one. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, that, uh, that contains everything. Yeah, I gotta, though, I gotta you know, check and, it out. Did you? You said it's on Shutter. It's on Shutter. Yeah. All right, cool. I'm gonna check that out. 
Um, well, hey, before we jump to our next movie, which I want to... Let's talk about VHS next. Ooh, uh, why don't we crack another beer? Because that raspberry one went down fast. Is it that time already? It's that time. All right. Plus, we have two more beers to get through in the next, like, 20 minutes. Oh, so. and one of them is a, one's a, one of them is a toughie. Uh, so this next one from Dark Horse Brewery in Marshall, Michigan. Marshall! Marshall! <laughs> uh, is the Two Cream Stout. 7.5. That's, which uh, which are which are local vegan? I don't believe can have. Oh, can you have that? I think there's well, there's cream in it. Oh, oh, oh. There's, what? There's, there's cream. There's water to drip in that fancy laptop. There. Oh, dude, there's... this thing is from 2003 and oh, it's virtually indestructible. Um, yeah, this has cream in it, which Jay cannot. Oh, Jay. Consume. All right. Wah, wah, well, wah, wait. Wah. If you just put almond milk in it, does it like? <laughs> oh, yeah. That's right. Does it counteract the the cream? Uh, that's weird. I guess I, this seems this probably sounds like a dumb thing to say, but I guess I didn't really realize that they put cream into cream stuff. <laughs> yeah, you're right. That's a really dumb thing to say. Shut up. <laughs> well, Jay. Well, Jay can suckle on a beautiful Bud Light. Cheers to you, my friend. Cheers. Let's try this bad boy out. Ooh. Not as heavy as most cream stuff. That tastes like coffee. Yeah, it does. That's Mine tastes like Bud Light. Oh, that's really good. There's something about it, too, that reminds me of, like, barbecuing in the summer, which is weird. Yeah, I don't get that at all. To me, it just tastes like cold coffee. It's almost, like iced coffee. I almost feel like it tastes like charcoal in it, too, or something. Like, the way charcoal smells when it's... I don't know. You know what you have been doing for the past two episodes, which we decided that we weren't going to do? What's that? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, everyone. <sighs> Let me just slurp that beer right in the microphone. <laughs> um, so VHS. Yes. Moving right along. Our poster's namesake this week. Yeah, got to talk about it. Um, did you have any favorites from the movie? I have two favorites. And uh, once again, like we were just talking about with Chillerama, uh -huh. is this overarching story. Again, I the, the concept for VHS I think is really cool and it's kind of creepy to me. Yeah. Um, essentially, you have this, this group of people who... Um, they break into a house. They're hired by someone to break into a house to steal uh, a very specific VHS tape. And when they get inside the house, they find a dude dead in a chair with like seven staticy screens and just a mess of these blank VHS tapes. Looks like a par like he's like he's paranoid or something. Like it just yeah. like one of those scenes where you'd see like you I don't know like he was. I don't know what I'm trying to say here, but you only see that with like freaked out, like paranoid, like I don't know, well, I, schizophrenic people or something. Where he's sitting in front of like yeah a bunch of blank screens with static and stuff. It like almost like he was searching for something in all those VHS tapes, I, you know. I also the I, the feeling that I get from that though is is more of like a like a guy who's just in like gross fetishes and stuff, and he's just sweating, sitting in his chair and just watching things and be like. So you, so, so, so you essentially. We can smell our own. <laughs> um, no, but the idea, though, this guy's watching these people's home videos and watching these homemade snuff films. He's got all this gross, just weird stuff. Like, that's kind of terrifying to me. Like, yeah. just knowing there's a dude out there that, that does that. I don't know. It's kind of unsettling. So I've always liked that because of the the unsettling uh, this, nature of it. This one was the, 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 the wraparound story, which is called Tape 56, is the one yeah. you're talking about, right? Yeah. It was directed by Adam Wingard. Yeah. Who, uh, did he just, did he direct the new, uh, the Blair Witch movie? Uh, yeah. Right? Yeah, he did. Okay. 
Yeah, I liked it. He did, I, I uh, thought he it was... did your next as well, and we both oh, really yeah, loved that movie. Next, yeah, yeah. Wingard, Wingard does a lot of these anthology movies. I've noticed. He did uh, ABC's of Death. ABC's of Death. I actually think I actually think he did one of my. I think he did one of my my favorite ones out of ABC's of Death too. Mm -hmm. I can't remember which one, but I'll have to look it up. Yeah, he also he oh, also he has... did uh, he did Q is for Quack. Him and uh, Adam Barrett yeah. did it. Oh my God, yes. Uh, <laughs> or not Adam Barrett. Well, uh, well, well, before we get yeah yeah yeah, yeah. We'll get, before we'll we get, get to that, that, we'll get to the the ABC's of Death next. But, okay, um, that was <clears> great though. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go, uh, yeah. So is so that's your favorite then? Uh, that's, like well, the rapper. I, I love the rapper story. If I had to pick a favorite segment though, it would actually have to be Ty West's. Uh, the second honeymoon. Really? Yeah. Something about, and this is kind of, it's kind of that, that built-in creepiness that the overarching story has, though, is, you know, you, you there's a part of Ty West's short where there's a guy that breaks into a hotel room and he's videotaping the people sleeping. And uh, it's so disturbing. It's not a guy, though. Well... You're right. Yeah. Spoiler. Spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't gonna give yeah, it away. <laughs> it's, it's essentially a couple on their honeymoon, and, the, and they uh, and 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 every night when they go to sleep, somebody breaks into their hotel room. So and they're traveling cross country. Yeah. Somebody breaks into their hotel room and is filming them with their own video camera. Yeah. Which I don't know how they never. How do they never like rewind and see that footage? I guess maybe they just maybe they're not that narcissistic. They don't need to watch themselves after they tape themselves. <laughs> they're not like us, where we have to go back and listen to our own episodes. Um, yeah, that one was cool. Had a cool kind of twist ending. Mm -hmm. I enjoyed yeah, I that one. That was Ty yeah, West. You that said? was Ty West. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. He was really good. What about you? I liked um, I liked Amateur Night a lot. Okay. Which was the one with the uh, spoiler again, kind of the the harpy chick. Yeah, uh, gargoyle or whatever you want to call her. She's uh, like these guys go to the bar and they're just, you know, typical college dudes out scamming, scamming the bars for some tail. <laughs> and they take these two chicks back to their hotel room, mm -hmm. and then one of them ends up being something pretty gnarly. Pretty yeah, gnarly. Pretty. <laughs> she's a she's a fucking gargoyle, and it's it's pretty scary. Like. I remember seeing. Like, or is she a, a nargoyle? A nargoyle. She's. <laughs> I remember seeing because like we were watching, we were watching that one. And I specifically remember this scene. You and I were watching it, and the the camera's kind of panning through the bar, mm -hmm. and I saw her face, because there was. I think they lit her face yeah, up just she, a little bit, just enough and to she's stand got these gigantic eyes, mm -hmm. and I was like, "Oh, that girl is creepy." I was like, "I don't know if they meant for you to like." If your eye to like go straight to that girl, but I was like, she's super creepy looking, yeah. and then it ends up that she's the nargoyle. So <laughs> we're, going, we're going with nargoyle. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, like they're it. actually doing. As far as I know, I think they're doing a, a full feature of that oh, segment. Okay. Oh, I think so. I thought I read something about that. I could be completely wrong, and if I am, then I will correct it. Is later. Uh, is the same guy directing it? David um, David Bruckner. David uh, Bruckner. I'm not sure. Okay. I'm not sure that he's done anything else. Big and he had a uh, segment in Southbound, but which I never saw Southbound. Neither did I. I we was, probably should have watched that in preparation for this episode. Yeah, but. I actually I looked for it, and um, there's so much other stuff that we could watch. You know, like like we've mentioned before, we're gonna do part twos probably of a lot of these things eventually, right. or or have amendments to you know amendments. amendments. <laughs> Just pick one and go with it, man. Yeah. <laughs> I can't use my words. Um, but yeah, no. So we'll we'll talk about these other ones if you think we're missing them. Yeah, we miss them too. Um, I, I, so I think I think for the next, I mean, we've got a few that we want to get through. So we're not really going to talk about all of the segments yeah. and all yeah. of the movies. Just kind of like hit on our favorite ones from here on out. 
Um, so you want to, so ABC's a death. I'll, I will let you start this one. Do you actually? I mean, you I, you remember because obviously we watched ABC's <clears throat> a death too. Uh, yeah, which which ABC's of Death two much actually I in my opinion uh, VHS two I thought was better. I think the sequels both improved on their originals in both series. I think so too. Um, Overall, I think, there I was... think they they took they learned from their mistakes and they, you know, it was you know, just a stronger it, effort. Is it I think, really both is times. it really learning from your mistakes though? Because you're dealing with twenty six. For those of you who don't know what the ABC's of Death movies are, it's uh it's twenty six short films done by twenty six different. Uh, directors, or in some cases 27, because I know that uh, Q is for Quack was done by two different directors. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> Q is for Quack is is pretty. That fantastic. was the one I was talking about <laughs> with um, uh, Adam Wingard and uh, Simon Barrett. Mm -hmm. Not where did I get Adam Adam Barrett? Is that what I said? Adam, earlier? I, don't I don't know. I don't know. Um, but uh, yeah, so it's 20, 26 different shorts, twenty six different ways to die, and I I, I think that. They randomly pick a letter, or are they assigned a letter? I have no idea. I think idea. they're assigned a letter because the whole point of Q is for Quack mm -hmm. is I, if, if I remember correctly, I read up on this. The whole point of that is because they were pissed that they got Q, and, and they're this, like, "What the fuck?" And they had no idea what to do for it, and yeah. so this is what they came up with. Yeah. But tell tell everybody, tell everybody what it is, James. Uh, well, I'm not. I'm. I'm I'll save the spoilers, but um, they they got the uh, they got Q, and they couldn't come up with anything, so they decided to do a real life snuff film. And they were gonna kill a duck, a live duck. Q is for quack. <laughs> and then it goes horribly awry. Yeah. And uh, that's all I'll say. It's, it's if you want to see really it, I think, funny, I, though, yeah. I, I think it's still on Netflix. You should definitely check it, is, it out. Uh, they are all on Netflix. Even are they? Uh, VHS Viral is on Netflix, which we still have yet to watch. Yeah, we haven't watched that one yet. Uh, I haven't heard good things about it. Uh, isn't there? A, there's another one too. Isn't go? Oh no, that's Paranormal Activity. Ghost Dimension is that Paranormal Activity? Yes. Okay. Yeah, it is. Is that, is that one on there? <laughs> yeah, I get them all mixed up. Gotcha, gotcha. No, I don't know if that's on there or not. I I just thought for some reason that VHS Ghost Dimension was a yeah. thing, but it's not. Um, my favorite out of well, I'll touch on a few of the ones that I really liked. C is for Cycle. I really mm -hmm. liked. That was the one that ended up having sort of a. You remember that movie, The Triangle? Uh, no. Where the uh, the the girl goes on a, she goes on a boat trip. I can't, uh, man, it's been a while since I watched it, but essentially it ends up like they, they, they wreck in the Bermuda Triangle and then she ends up in a time loop, mm -hmm. but she doesn't realize it. So there's like this masked murderer on board this cruise ship and, uh, but then, you know, it's a big twist when she finds out she's What's in a twist? time yeah, when she finds out she's in a time loop. Yeah. And uh, you got to rewatch it. Okay. Because I'd say, like, it's one of the most underrated, because I, I don't think I've heard a lot of people talk about it. And it's it's one of the best, uh, the best, just kind of, like, shocker, like, twist twisty yeah. movies yeah. I've seen in a long time. Okay, okay. yeah. So cool. I really liked it. Um, but um, that's what, C is for Cycle was kind of like that. It was about a guy who kind of gets caught in this cyclical uh, situation, but he doesn't know it. Yeah. You know, it's like one of those things, like if you heard a sound out there right now and you'd go and you'd, you would investigate, but then it turns out that that was actually yourself from in the future throwing a set of keys oh, to make the sound. Yeah, to the, and yeah. then like, you know what I mean? Yep. Yep. So yeah, that was cool. Do you remember 
Um, yeah, well, it's, it's kind been of, a while it's, since it's, we it's, watched it's, it. It's, it's, yeah, it's been a while, and because we watched the second one more recently, right. and there's 26 segments and everyone, <laughs> yeah. so it's hard to remember them all. But um, I do remember one, though, I forget what uh, what letter it was, but it was about a, a woman who's getting murdered, and you're hearing, essentially, like, her, her inner monologue oh, of what she's thinking while she's getting murdered. That was... And uh, I remember it being really, really, like, creepy to listen to. Like, it was weird. That was I is for ingrown. Okay. Yeah. I'm happy you remember these things. Um, well, I don't. I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yeah, that one peek was... peek behind the curtain. That one was really freaky. Yeah. Just because yeah. it was very, like... It was very calm, inner monologue... It was it while was, she's being like tortured by this dude, and it's, you're watching it from a view you don't typically see that right. from. You yeah. Know? Um, I I think the one that everybody there's like a general consensus that the best one of the entire movie, at least as far as I know, is D is for dog fight. Mm -hmm. Do you remember that one at all? Um, I feel like we did like that one. I I liked it a lot. It's it's a it's it just centers around this guy who's uh it's like a like a, a a boxing match but like a you know like they're in a empty warehouse somewhere yeah you know, like placing bets and stuff and then he ends up having to fight a dog okay it's it's, but it's then, starting to come back and he's like and him and this dog are like really going at each other and like he fucking like punches the dog in the face and the dog's like chewing on his <laughs> arm and stuff like yeah, that yeah yeah and then right at the end when the dog's got him by the throat and you think the dog's about to kill him you see a mouth a word Mm -hmm. And it's the dog's name. Yeah. And then they, sorry, Jay, I'm completely ruining this for you. But <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and then it turns out like, uh, I've I've read two different theories. Like uh, I've I've heard some people say, well, it's his dog. Yeah. And the dog would, and that's why they show the missing dog poster. Mm -hmm. So he went to get his dog back and just ended up in this situation. And then oh. so he says the dog's name, the dog releases him, and then they attack the the guy who was putting on the fight. Yep. Or he himself is actually the dog. I don't know how people spin that one exactly. I think I, I think I like the idea that it's his dog. That he had to go get back more than I like the idea that he's a dog. Both of them are kind of cool, yeah. actually. I, I I think I'd have to rewatch it to really like take that point of view mm -hmm. and, and into account and and run with it because just thinking about it right now and trying to trying to picture it as him being that I I just can't do it. Yeah, yeah. So um, well the. Uh, ABCs of Death. It's it's a great series. If you haven't seen it, like I said, they're they're both on uh, Netflix, I believe. Still, did you say that you liked Ty West from ABCs of Death? Um, I don't remember. I know that he did one for it because his was easily the most disappointing one. Was it? It was M is for miscarriage. Mm -hmm. Is it, it was basically just a chick. She walks into a bathroom, closes the door, and then you hear the toilet flush, and then she walks back out. M is for miscarriage. <laughs> that was it. I was wow. like, man, Ty West kind of shit the bed on that one. Yeah, yeah. What a bummer of a segment, too. <laughs> and then uh, and then L, L is for libido was just gross. That was oh. the one where the dudes had to, like, yes. they had to have, a like, a jerking off contest <laughs> to yep. stay alive. Yep. I do remember that. Oh, oh God. How did I forget that? I was just thinking ew in my head while sending a text, and I was saying... <laughs> Nine or ten, and I said nine or ew. <laughs> <laughs> that that one was ew because yeah. it was there was like I don't know there was some pretty upsetting stuff in that one. Yeah, that was. <laughs> so that's all I'll say about. <laughs> I don't even want to think about that one. Uh, uh, but yeah, yeah, check them out for yourself though, and um, reach out to us. Tell us what you liked. Tell which us one what was, you liked. Which one was your favorite? Um, so 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 we're gonna 
start probably wrapping it up pretty soon here. Um, before we, uh, yeah, I before feel we like we just that, got though. started. This is so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, we do have, joke. I think, one more beer to get to though before uh, before we wrap it up here. Oh geez, did you suck not that yet. whole no, thing? No, no, no. <laughs> not yet, not yet, not yet. But in like a few minutes, here we do. Mm-hmm. Um, no, there's there's a, there's a lot of great anthologies. But clearly, we're not going to talk about all of them. Um, one that I that one one that I really like that I just recently watched uh, after not have seen it for. 20 years because I think it came out in the 80s but uh, there's a movie called Body Bags after the aforementioned Vito Power I told you to watch it for like three years exactly, and you yeah. never did I don't think it was three years yeah it was three years yeah, um, yeah so Body Bags starring John Carpenter um, John Carpenter as the <laughs> mortician is the best part of the it entire really is. Um, uh, movie I didn't know this movie existed until he brought it to my attention uh-huh. and it's uh, it's, a, it's an anthology there's three three stories and it's uh, is is the mortician telling the stories? Is that how this goes? I think that's the well. He he's almost kind of like a crypt keeper esque yeah. character. Yeah. Like he it cuts, but he's it's not. I mean, it's, it, he's hosting. You, he's hosting right. more it's than not, I wouldn't really consider that a wraparound story or anything like that. But it's got it, well. It's just a. It's something that ties everything. Yeah, together, he's, the, he's the narrator. The narrator. Yeah. Um, the honestly, the shorts that were in it were good, but they're almost they they pale in comparison to. John Carpenter to as him, yeah. as the the mortician. Right. He's just he's so funny. Like like, and I don't even know if it's intentional. <laughs> like at least parts of it. Uh-huh. Um, because John Carpenter, I'm just used to seeing him as a bitter old man and watching him act as mortician. You know, doing the very classic tropes of eating a sandwich and putting it down. Like he does everything so comically, and it's 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 it's, a, it's fun to watch him. Yeah, actually, just acting and having fun with with this project. You know. Uh huh. Um, and honestly, yeah, I think his his portion of that i think is actually better than than the shorts <laughs> did you realize who the morgue workers were in that uh it's been a while since we both watched no. it i think but uh tom arnold and toby hooper oh yeah i did i do remember tom arnold yeah, yeah. and toby hooper is one of those guys where i might not even recognize him if he's been in stuff i don't know him by face which yeah. is weird uh, yeah i've I th- seen him a million times but he doesn't have that face that sticks with me uh like you know you, you say john landis i know who john landis is right obviously yeah i uh, just feel like I said, for some reason he just doesn't i his face doesn't pop into my head when, yeah. when i hear his name no i get that um so uh real quick the uh the the, the segments in this were the gas station mm-hmm. i like that one that one had a cameo by sam raimi He's okay. a, he was a dead body in the locker oh cool. real quick it was like five seconds on and off I'm surprised i didn't catch that being that i'm a huge ring right <laughs> uh the the one that i like the most just because i think that it, it has the most nostalgia for me is uh is hair the one with stacy keach i do remember this one this is the one where he like takes a hair supplement and it starts growing everywhere uh, out of it i think he gets a hair transplant is that he's what like it is? really depressed because he's uh basically me he's like depressed because he's going bald <laughs> so he gets a hair transplant but it ends up being like aliens mm-hmm <laughs> <laughs> I know that sounds weird, but they're like little alien worms, and then they start taking over. They're like feeding on his body. I do remember that. That's, he, he but, would shave, and then he would look back in the mirror, and he would have like tons of hair. Yeah, and like, like yeah, that. just yeah. his eyebrows were like growing down to his. Yeah, it was yeah I do remember that one. And that one, I think the reason that that's my favorite is because I saw that one when I was a little kid, but it's the only segment that I saw when I was a little kid. Yeah. So it's the only one I remember. And so when I finally watched Body Bags again, like two years ago, mm-hmm. I was like, oh my god. Is the, <laughs> this is what's from movie. <laughs> so I was I was I was really excited about that. And then nice. the last one, I with Mark Hamill. Mm-hmm. You remember that one? He was uh, a baseball player, and he gets uh, he gets uh, dinged in the eye, 
and loses his eye, so he gets an eye transplant. It's kind of like the movie The Eye. Okay. Where uh, instead of seeing, I think in the movie The Eye, there's like they start seeing the memories or something like that, or like horrible things that happen. He actually gets starts being taken over by a different personality, okay. and it's because the dude who had the eye before him was like a serial killer. Okay. So. And Mark Hamill was awesome in that one. He was a I, psycho. I don't know how I don't remember Mark Hamill being in one of these. I need to re. I, I I'm going to rewatch this like tonight then because I feel as though every single one. I remember the hair one, but the first two I barely remember when we watched it. So I'm going to rewatch this. I'm happy yeah. that you knew what you were talking. Yeah, about. Yeah, it was cool. I, <laughs> so I liked we didn't it. look like a bunch of schmucks. Roger Corman was in that one too. He was the doctor. Oh really? Yeah. And Twiggy, the model. Which I know nothing about her. I just think it's funny that her name is Twiggy. The only, whenever I hear Twiggy, I just think of uh, Marilyn Manson's yep. guitar player. That's the only Twiggy that I know. Uh-huh. Bass player. Uh, bass player. Isn't it bass player? Twiggy's a bass player. Twiggy might play for Rob Zombie now, actually, come to think of it. Which I, I know John, right. John 5 does, and they both used to play with uh, Manson. Well, that doesn't matter. No, it doesn't. This is a movie podcast, not a <laughs> music podcast. Um, so. What other anthology movies do you like, sir? Well, I just watched, uh, I think we both just watched Mexico Barbaro. We did. We brought this up at the beginning of the episode, mm-hmm. so I'm happy we're going back to it. Yeah. Um, this, if, if I had to sum this movie up to somebody, it... It starts off really, really strong, and then it just kind of falls off a cliff. Fizzles. Yeah. It redeems itself a little bit in the very last one, but... <laughs> uh, what not, was the, was the last one? Not how James died. <laughs> <laughs> was the last one with the uh, the the strippers with the sugar yes, skulls? Yes. Okay. I'll watch, yeah, I'll was... watch hot strippers with sugar skulls makeup <laughs> any day of the week, though. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure one of the strippers was actually the girl who directed that short. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Like she's the you know the face of the Mexico Barbaro um, the cover, uh, cover? Yeah. that's her. Oh okay yeah. okay. Uh, well, it starts off. Let's 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 how it starts. Starts off super strong. I yeah. I, I actually like the the first one is uh it, well this is it, it's all it all takes place in Mexico obviously. Yeah, this is a completely Mexican made movie. Uh yeah, and um, I really like the first one. It was about two uh, cowboys, but they were um they were outlaws. And they had just stolen a bunch of gold, mm-hmm. and they were going into hiding. And they found this like ghost town. This is this is actually the second segment. And oh, the first one. Well, it's it's funny that you did that because I kind of did the same yeah. thing when I first watched it. Because the first one starts and ends so quick, you almost don't have enough time to yeah. catch up to it. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, I forgot. Well, here's the thing. I thought that that was going to be a wraparound story. So did I. As did I. And because then it, it ended had, really quickly. I'm like, oh, what happened? It ended up very abruptly. Yeah. And I was like, that, that's it? I mean, it was cool, though. I mean, yeah. it, it ended with a closet full of heads on Severed a stick. Severed heads on a stick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which, is, which is always fun. But uh, anyway, back to the second episode, though, because uh, yeah, it, it's far better. This is my favorite out of all of them, I think I could say, right mm-hmm. now. Um, yeah, so these guys end up uh, in this, like, ghost town. And, uh, and uh, it's... <laughs> Mike's like, don't watch this one around your kids. Cause it, cause it's, it gets very, very orally charged, like pretty, pretty early on in the movie. And I'm like, you, you mean like swearing or like, cunnil- like just, or like cunnilingus? And just, he's just like, watch it, just watch it. Yeah, he's like, just watch. And I was like, all right. So then it gets to that part, and I'm like, Ugh, yep, yep, yep. It was. Uh, should I say it? I. I don't know what you're gonna say. So. Well, it's a, just, a dude starts going down on a girl and then he's uh soon covered in blood if that's <laughs> uh, sounds honestly it sounds good. 
good time to not. <laughs> but it's uh, it's it, it's not what you think. Is she's, no, she's no, like a not. she's like a creepy witch or something yeah, like or, that. I took it. I took it as ghost. Ghost. Okay. I took it as ghost. I mean, I guess it's open to interpretation. But yeah, sure. Uh, but it, it, the uh, visually, it's striking. Yeah, that's though. what it's, I was gonna say. So that's it, good. the story is just kind of. Even whatever, even, like I thought that the story just served as like a vessel for the imagery. Even dare I say, dare the, you the sex part? Yeah, was beautifully shot. You would. no no <laughs> you would no no all Burr, that aside, like, it really is like for the articles. <laughs> it looks it looks very like like artfully shot like like the person they did take a lot of time and effort to make. No, yeah, the, no, like, the whole short looked really good. Yeah, it, it which was, is uh, more than you could say for some of the other shorts in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, so oh, the one after this one, I was going to, is this the, the one in the woods? Is that the, uh, is this the imp one? Yeah. Yeah. The imp one. Oh, easily God. the worst out of all of them. This was, <laughs> it was, so, it was, I don't even understand. It was um, so horribly acted. Yeah. Horribly shot. The story was dumb. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, how did this person get this movie, get this short into this movie? I I think they they pro I think they promised imp dick, oh. and <laughs> that's what they got. And they delivered because there's plenty of imp dick. Yeah, there's really unsettling scenes in this too. Like at the very end, at the end of the scene, uh, let's just say that there's 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 a girl. The, the the imp. Okay, so the imp is known for stealing things. So there's like the there's the guy who's trying to warn these kids who are in a cabin of don't leave things outside because it'll come and take, you know, take things, steals things. Well, the whole story is about this guy and the girl. They go to this cabin to have sex for the first time. She's a virgin. And so it turns out that the imp is trying to steal her virginity. And so there's like this, he kidnaps her and there's essentially like this imp rape in the woods. And then yeah. it gets super uh, graphic with imp dick around her face and I'm just going to leave it at that. This one too is very orally charged. Mm. <laughs> Do you keep forgetting the L off that? What? Off of imp dick? <laughs> no, it was, no, it was limp quite dick. hard. <laughs> limp dick. Oh. <laughs> Dude, I'm actually, dumb. if you think about the first, okay, because that wasn't the second, uh, that, well, okay, the first segment was the one that we thought was the wraparound segment. Yes. The second segment was the one in the ghost town. Yes. There was another one after that and it was the one where this girl just happens to stumble across a dead body. Oh, yeah, I remember this one. Yep. This girl happens to stumble across a dead body kind of laying in a ditch. Her reaction to it, not fright, not uh, shock or horror or anything like that. She, was, notice, she notices that he's holding a joint in his hand, so she climbs down and uh, grabs the joint <laughs> and then goes home and smokes it. And then this thing, I, it, these are just spoilers all over the place mm -hmm. this thing shows up it's like this really weird looking claymation thing and these are all i'm gonna add these are all based off of actual like mexican folklore oh are they yeah so what is <laughs> i don't know it's, they got they have some weird folklore yes they do <laughs> this thing shows up and says i it, it says in in so many words i need you to harvest the blood from your sister's vagina and if you don't, in the next 12 hours, if you don't, I will suck your soul out through your anus. Ew. <laughs> Literally almost with those exact words, too. It was really bizarrely written. It was, like, really on the nose. And I was like, what the? So she harvests <laughs> the blood in one way or another, okay. and then she accidentally spills it. And then when her sister, who well, has been harvested, wakes up and hears weird things coming from her room, she goes in. This doesn't make any sense to me. 
Yeah, I, I expected to see this thing sucking the soul out of her anus. But That's what instead... it was doing. She was under a blanket, and the girl was thrashing around because it's sucking the soul out of her so ass. So who was the girl standing next to the thing? The, I, who was the creepy girl? Like That was the one... That was the... I think that's supposed to be the same claymation thing that we saw in the beginning. Uh, I don't think so. Well, it's weird. It's gross. It's, I would. I would, if anybody's watched this and and they yeah. and they care to talk about it, I think this one. Let probably, me know what the hell was going on there because it was probably weird. made more for shock value than it was trying to have a cohesive story. I think probably. you know it was weird, especially when she falls and spills oh. menstrual blood on her face. Oh. <laughs> Yeah. So that's a good way to end the, yeah, uh, I was to say, end the episode. Let's move on. The way um, I say we end this, though, mm-hmm. is we end with a cheers from a new beer. Oh. Wrap around. Cheers from a new beer. Reach around. Hey, Jay, you can drink this one. Yeah. Yay. Kenny? I think so. Kenny? Who's oh, Kenny? <laughs> <laughs> uh, while, while James is getting the booze out. So the last one that we're... Oh, go oh, ahead. No, no, go ahead. No, the last one we're going to drink from Dark Horse Brewery in Marshall, Michigan, is Plead the Fifth Imperial Stout. Marshall? Your penis is showing. This one is also 11%. No, this one was the 11%. Oh, this one oh, is yeah, the yeah, 11%er. Yeah. So, uh, I thought you were saying the last one was. We're ending on a real doozy. Um, so, uh, <laughs> do you have any other anthologies you wanted to discuss real quick before we end this? Um, so that we don't end it on Mexico Barbro, we didn't, for, which we I mean, didn't probably, really like. There's probably some people that say, oh, you didn't talk about Creepshow. And well, because everyone's seen Creepshow. Maybe we'll talk about those on another one. You know, there's Creepshow 1, Creepshow 2. You could Spoilers. Get into, uh, would you consider a li- uh, a real life anthology movie like uh, Many Faces of Death? Oh, the oh, uh, uh, faces it, it, of it's death? it's super short shorts. Yeah, that's more of a. I don't know. Are those real though? No, no, they're not. They're no, okay. no. So I I guess, they, they show you. they show real people dying <laughs> in segments where they were killing people on purpose. Those oh. are not real. So the ones it's where it was like so the ones where it was like accidents and stuff. Yes, that's those were real. real. Because, it, because put it this way, there's there's been never there's never been a a real snuff film ever been purported to be. I can't talk. There's never been a real snuff film ever made. Like there never has been. You you and I have argued about this before. They they don't exist. Right. They just don't. It, it was There's just, never remember, been a documented case of one. <laughs> I remember uh, being really the, gory. I, I was yeah. like 10 years old and my uncle was mm-hmm. showing me the video. He's like, there, him and his girlfriend or whoever at the time were, were watching it. And he's like, oh, you shouldn't watch this. Well, maybe you can watch a little bit of it. <laughs> it. It was so horrendous at that age. And I was like, I, I, I was like, who would watch this stuff? There's people getting this is your their uncle? hands cut off. This is your uncle? Yeah, was and this then, Uncle Scott? No, no, no. This uncle went on <laughs> went on a long vacation for like life, so, oh, so, it, so it makes sense why he would want to watch that kind of stuff. Yeah. Wow. All right. Um. <laughs> yeah. No, but they're not though. They. I don't want to get into it, but I'm some gonna, company gonna, bought the rights though, and I'm going to just say on the, I'm going to say on the topic of uh, of snuff films, whether they're real or not. I don't encourage anybody to Google this. I actually discourage you from Googling it because I, I, I did it and I wish I wouldn't have. But if you feel like it, Google three guys, one hammer and tell me that that's not a snuff film because it is. Because well, it's the, I, they're, I can't remember how to pronounce the name, the Nepetrikovsk Maniacs. Yeah. There's three young guys in Russia who film themselves killing people because some rich guy was paying them to do so because he wanted to show well, them i'm gonna look into this now because i've never heard of this don't story. watch it no no I, i'll look into it, it it's I'm not extremely gonna watch it. upsetting i'm not gonna watch it but <laughs> but uh, uh, 
Uh, let's talk about let's talk about a movie real quick. Let's take two minutes and talk about a movie because I don't want to end on this maniac thing. <laughs> okay, fine. Um, uh, uh, crap. Can you think of another? <laughs> well, <laughs> well, then there's, like, well, I was about to say we didn't talk about Creep Show. Um, the, the the first Creep Show is is classic. I think most most everybody who's a horror fan has probably seen it. Yeah. Uh, what they haven't seen. Um, oh, Jay wants to cheers. We're oh the, our final final we, beer. We, we, we gotta taste it before. Yeah, we yeah. yeah. Taste yeah. beer. So this is the uh, plead the fifth stout, imperial stout. Ooh, it's Ooh. strong. Oh wow, that's strong. Mm-hmm. It's good though. That's an eleven. This, this episode 11 is kind of a mess, but oh, that's all right. <laughs> oh, it's good. There's, There's a lot of beers to drink. Um, this that's time. bound to happen. I I will touch on this though. Everyone's for the most part, everybody has seen Creep Show. Yeah, Fine. Creep Show two. On the other hand, not a lot of people seem to talk about as much uh-huh. and uh, I watched it for this episode for good reason it's nowhere near as good does it suck this, yeah the stories are they kind of they're, they're very Stephen King but they seem like slapdash Stephen King like he just wrote them because he had to write them like, slapdash is that a real thing nah I just made it up no it's cool I like it <laughs> <laughs> um, no they, they, there's no point to them like yeah. none of them really have a cohesive structure none yeah. of them they're, they're just like it was like he had an idea for a thing so he Put a beginning and an end on it, and put it out in the world. Did I mention earlier? It's, did I? Did I? I can't remember if I mentioned earlier or not. But uh, that Tales from the Dark Side. Yeah, you was, did mention this. Did I? Okay. That's essentially uh, Creepshow Three, Creepshow even though 3, there is yeah. a Creepshow Three that exists. Yeah, but it I didn't know that until like three days because ago. Because it doesn't. It wasn't made by any of the same people, and a lot of people just. It was don't just even, released. It was a. It was released on TV, wasn't rights. it? They bought the rights to the name and they put it on it. Wasn't it a TV release? I don't know. I've never seen it. Oh, all right. Um, well, we should watch it and then do another episode about anthologies. Sure. Um, but yeah, anyway, though, uh, two, I mean, watch it if you're interested, but... But if not, don't do not do it. Yeah. On um, the bright side, you get a good Stephen King acting job in it again, which he's always fun to watch act because he's terrible. <laughs> but um, but yeah, as we drink these final beers, James, do you want to tell people where they can find us? Uh, well, you can find us at, uh, I'm not good at the Tumblr one like you are, uh, the, the buzzkillpodcast.tumblr.com. Um, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram and SoundCloud, SoundCloud at the Buzzkill Podcast. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at, at the Buzzkill PC. Right on. And uh, drop us a line. Tell us that you love us. Tell us that you hate us. Tell us that you're kind of feeling indifferent, but you really don't know what to do. Yeah. All the Buzzkill, the Buzzkill podcast. At just, 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 just please talk to us. We're desperate for interaction. We don't have any friends. <laughs> no, I don't even like these guys. And also, uh, and also, go and follow Ocean, Ocean Recording on Twitter, and Instagram, and Facebook. Very well. There and you go, go and go listen to Beyond the Veil podcast and listen to them do disgusting shots. That yes. Hopefully, we will never have to do ever again. I'm gonna do all of them at home. Every time they do one, I'm just gonna do one at home just for fun. And drink beers from the Clown Shoes Brewery. Oh. Let's just call everybody out. Go, Every, get, go get tattoos from Tom Bestie at Eternal and uh, on Gratiot in East Point, Michigan. Listen to Experimental Bear Suit. Cut it. Cut it. All right. Cheers. No, I was just gonna cut it. No, we're not cutting oh. it. We're doing end cheers. on a cheers for crying out loud. Suck.